Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. It's time for Spiced Chaos. Happy Monday, everybody. Yes, happy Monday. And today is a regular length episode that I have a feeling is going to be a long one. Yep, so buckle up. Yep, I mean, those of you who listen to us and have listened to us for a long time know that our Monday episodes run a really, really long time. Well, today... I'm having this like crisis <laughs> because I have figured out that I have got to start paying more attention to Caitlin when she tells me what's going on with our show. That's right. Because she has known for several weeks which guests we were having today. Mm-hmm. And my life has been so busy in all these other areas that I just trust that like every Saturday our guest will be <laughs> – We'll <laughs> just show up <laughs> yeah. and I'll read the notes and it will be fine. And today is one of my like all time favorite people. And if I had known all week long who it was, I would have been nervous. <laughs> but I think that's for the best. Like you, do, you weren't able to get yourself all like, oh, my gosh. You know, I know like, I, like I would have been. I totally would have been. And now I haven't had any time to be nervous and I haven't yep. had any time to like really have any idea what I was going to say. So you're going to get like completely unfiltered, like fangirling Leanne in this episode. Yes. So, and I love this girl too, this girl. So Leanne and I were supposed to have later flights. We were supposed to, or like I'm supposed to have an earlier flight and Leanne was supposed to have a later flight when we were going to go wild. And so I was in this person's DMs like, Hey, let's hang out while I wait for Leanne. So I love her. I love her so much. Yeah. And I just, I'm still like kind of trying to breathe. I just made some more coffee to like, <laughs> I want to say take the edge off, but I think that we are all like fully caffeinated this morning. Yeah, you're like a ooh. <laughs> so who knows what kind of show it's going to be, but buckle up. And um, Caitlin, why don't you tell everybody who today's guest is? All right. So we are going to have the one, the only, the Megan's plans. Hi, Megan. <gasps> oh, hi, hi, Megan. We are we are so excited. Well, I know Caitlin's been excited for a while. But I am so excited. I didn't have time to be nervous or prepare at all what I was going to say. But um, can I just tell you that when my planner journey first began, it was beans and monkeys, Caitlin. Right. Back and in the day. Yep, back in the day. Back in the day. Stop of course, it. everybody had Heather Kell. Right. Uh-huh. And then my third person in my list was Megan's plans. Oh, yep. that's so special. Thank so, you. So like, of you do the make people... me feel pretty special. I gotta say, <laughs> Thanks, well, you're welcome. But of the people that I watched when I first started my planner, life, <laughs> you were one of them. And I'm just, 
I have always felt like we needed to get you on the show. And then this morning when I got up and I checked it, I was like, wait a minute. Megan's plans? That Megan's plans? My Megan's plans? That's right. <laughs> so, Caitlin, I vow to you from here on that when you send the guests the notes, I will look at them too. That day. Yes, girl. All right. So that's a vow. That You know, that's a promise, right? It's a promise. Yes. <laughs> That from now on, I will know all week who we're having on the show so that I can chat with them and be nervous and communicate. But anyway, Megan, I am so sorry that I did not realize right. that it was that it was you, Megan. I, I was like, expect my full week after now. So okay, yes. So <laughs> I will yes. taunt you in your DMs. Right. Oh, she will. <laughs> oh she will for, for the following week to make up for the fact that I should have been in your DMs all week this week like being excited well yeah. and I would just like to say in all fairness if you got trapped in my other folder as well I sometimes those go a while I need to be more diligent about going in that folder you know what <laughs> we have talked about this haven't we Caitlin what's your other folder look like right now Caitlin I got zero because it drives me nuts it's like if you've ever had an iPhone before, any kind of other phone where it gives you the little like red alert, I need to make that go away. And like if my inbox has anything in it, like my work emails, I'm like a zero inbox kind of person. That's good. So that's a really just good, me. that's a good, that's a good trait to have. I yeah. personally would love it. And I feel so, ter- I feel so, I mean, honestly, like just breaks my heart because some people have messaged me a while ago and I'm like, it's not my character to just like ignore you. I promise it's right. not what I was doing. <laughs> like I just, it, it like makes me feel so sad. I, I can't. So for anyone who's listening, who's ever DM'd me on Instagram and it's taken a while. I promise it's not because of you. <laughs> no, I feel you. There was at one point that I had like 78 unread messages. <laughs> I that's, that's me. And I, I don't, I'm not like, um, I'm not like Caitlin as much as it doesn't, it doesn't seem to affect me quite the same way. So I don't notice for a while sometimes. And that's, I need to get better. I need to like well, make a note to myself in my planner. Check other folders. Yes. And it's so funny because Caitlin put something up the other day. I don't know if it was on Facebook or if it was on Instagram, but it said something like someone sends you a text and you're just not in the right frame of mind to answer them. So you don't answer right away. And then two weeks goes by and then you're a horrible person. (laughs) Yeah. That was on Facebook. Yeah. And that is, that is so me because like I have read some of these that are in my other folder and I think, Oh my gosh, this is so nice. And I really want to get back to this person. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not in the right mind frame to send that DM right now. So I just wait and then it weeks and weeks go by and I'm like, well, now if I respond, I look like an idiot. Like I look right. like, right. You know, right. so past the point of no return. I know there I, is. I totally so eventually you just, I mean, I guess I could start with, sorry, I am a horrible person. And I read this <laughs> seven weeks ago. Oh, and geez. at the time that I read it, I just was crying or I was in some other frame of mind. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I totally get that. Or like you're really tired, and you're like, I don't even know what I'm saying, or you just woke up, and you're like, I can't respond right now. I don't even know what's going on yet. Yeah. I haven't had coffee. There's so many different times where it's really not good to pick up your phone. You're it's better well, waiting. Well, and and mine is like kind of my toxic trait because because I like to have everything like zero. I will read it and then sometimes not respond. 
See, see, it's bad. But I'm it totally is. like a squirrel. I'm like a squirrel with my phone to the point that I need written instruction before I try to pick it because I just go and then I just get lost of like what I was doing. I'll like uh-huh. randomly be scrolling when I went to go like check the weather or something. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Yes. I just lose control. Yeah. And I feel like that as planners, what we need to do is put a day in our planner and our social media planner every week where we clear out our other inbox. Ooh, that's a genius idea. I'm going to add that. And I don't mean, you know, then you don't have to like miss people. You can, you can respond right then and there. Right. Your mind is fresh. Because your mind is in the frame of, okay, it's time to work. And I'm going to respond to these sweet people who have sent me DMS and Mm -hmm. people send DMS that have to do with the show People send me DMs that have to do with my personal life, you know, things that they know about me on the show because of my, you know, they know about my personal life because they listen to the show and they say mm-hmm. nice things. And I'm, I, I know that it would be better for me to respond to them immediately when I see them. But sometimes, sometimes someone will send me something and I, and it's like, oh yeah, I haven't really thought about that horrible situation in a while. So <laughs> now I'm going to sit here in my feelings for a little while and I'll get back to them later. <laughs> Right. But, but, you know, so before we continue, I want to make sure that we get this out of the way because sometimes we forget. Yes. Your hosts of this show are Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. And your other host is Leanne from Spice Plans. And today we are joined by the one, the only Megan's Plans. So she is what we're going to consider a guest host. Yay. Yes. 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 So introductions out of the way. What we want you to do now, Megan, is tell everybody everything about you and where they can find you just in as long or as short as you want to make it. Just tell us yeah, who 30 you seconds. Are. Go. No. Okay. Well, I was born. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, pretty much all Megan's plans and E G A N S not with any H's or A's or anything weird that shouldn't be there. Um, sorry for those who have it apologizing in advance. And, um, <laughs> yeah. You can find me on any of those platforms. It should all be the same. I feel like it would pop up, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. Well, we are very excited to have you. I am so excited. I remember when we did a live stream one time, and that was just so much fun. And so I'm excited that we get to hang out again. I know. I know. And my hubby was in that one. So it was. Yes, that was so much fun. I know. He's a wild one. So (laughs) it's always questionable when he's involved. Don't you guys both have bearded husbands? We do. Yes. My husband actually owns a, a beard company. He owns a Fable Beard Co. And so he is bearded for for a long time now. Yep, Brian wow. too. And I think Brian is bearded. Again, I love him. I talked some shade about him the other day. But I think he is bearded purely out of laziness because he doesn't want to shave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's a good reason too. It yes. Is, you know? Um, my legs are bearded out of laziness. <laughs> You, okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Fun fact. Beard oil, for those who don't know, um, is also probably one of the best things you can ever shave with. It makes your skin so soft. So if you really want the best yes. shave, use beard oil. Okay. Yes. So we need to buy beard oil from Megan's husband's company. Yes. I'm assuming that they yes. sell it. Yeah. Yes. Because 
you know yeah. that your husband is you know what? into you just, his beard when he I'm, has a beard company. I'm just going to have you, I'm just going to send you both bottles. So just don't even worry about it. Oh, no, seriously. Oh, you're so sweet. It that is, is so sweet. It is all I use. And I, I mean, it, and it's nice that like your legs are so soft after you get out of the shower and he's got beard conditioner and I use that for my hair. It's, oh. I'm very spoiled. I'm very spoiled. Very oh, spoiled. love so, that. So, you don't have to put lotion on your legs if you use beard oil to shave them with, right? Like your legs are already like kind of moist and it moist. Is. That's a horrible and word to say. It doesn't bother me. That's all right. Moist. <laughs> okay. Your legs are smooth. Your legs are moist. Um, smooth. Like you're, just, you're just walking around with like dripping wet legs all day long. Right. Like, oh. Well, <laughs> and granted, I'm not like, I, I'm not that person that pays attention all the time to like, what's healthy and what's like the trend. And as far as like, you know, that's great for your skin. Don't buy those that have this ingredient or like, I just, I just can't keep up with it all. But the oils are like all natural oils. So it's not like uh, the only thing it has in there a lot of times is a fragrance oil, which is a synthetic, but the rest of them are just like your normal, like coconut oil, um, you know, different oils that go, that they're really good and healthy for your skin rather than a lot of times these lotions that are out there from what, now, this is all education for my hubby, just so you know. So if I, if I flub it up, but those lotions have like ingredients that aren't as good oh. and nourishing. So the oil actually is better. Oh, well, I love coconut oil. Caitlin, um, yes. do you ever use coconut oil for things in your house? I know that you are very <laughs> organic. So yes, we use coconut oil for everything. There was a joke going around in like my crunchy mom friend group where it was either coconut oil or breast milk were like the cure-alls to everything. Yeah, I feel put that's it on there. True. Yeah, I feel that's put it on true. there. <laughs> I feel that's yeah. true. So I am my... probably more like that though. Like I like to be healthy. It's just like you just can't keep up with everything that's like not healthy. They're like, Oh, one day do this. And the next day don't. And I, I just lose track of like what it is that we're supposed to Right. There are trends. You do. There are trends that run around through that health, that healthy community. I've heard there's a community of people that are very healthy. Right. Right. Oh, geez. I'm not a part of that healthy community, but I look at them from afar and think, well, I wish I had that self-discipline. Yeah, I um, need to send you a kombucha. Um, you know, as I order more pizza from the chain restaurant down the street and stuff I like that. I um, you. <laughs> so, yeah, my it's funny about about coconut oil because my mom was using it way before I was. And um, the other week she was at my house while we were um, out of town on vacation. And my mom likes to come over to my house when I'm not here and do yard work because she doesn't find my yard um acceptable to the public so <laughs> she so she comes over and she cuts weeds and she you know pull well she pulls I don't know what do you do with a weed you pull a weed you whack um, it yeah oh, you, you whack it too. you you weed whack it um <laughs> you know she'll like edge the driveway she'll put down like mulch like every time I come home from being gone for a little while it's like my yard has a little makeover well, we have poison ivy in our front yard. Oh, no. And you and at this point, we really need to have a professional remove it because a person who's not experienced or doesn't really know, like, how to how to do it right is going to get poison ivy. So right, right. my mom texts me midway through my vacation, and she's like, I've got poison ivy all over my body from <gasps> your yard. <gasps> no. And That's I'm like, so well, awful. stay out of my yard. Like, what? <laughs> What are you doing? You know there's poison ivy there. 
So, oh my gosh. Um, so then she put coconut oil on it. Now she went to the doctor and she got like she she did a telemedicine like a like right. a like a Zoom meeting with the doctor. <laughs> yeah. And um and got some medicine that is like drying it up really quickly and everything. So she she is treating it. But before she was treating it with the prescription, she was just putting coconut oil on it. And she was like, of all the things that are supposed to help with itching and like poison ivy or poison oak or whatever, all the different things that you can put on there from the drugstore, that the coconut oil was working the best. Well, that is awesome. And I I was like, I'm I'm glad that you're treating it with something that you just had at home because I don't need you to like send me your bill. (laughs) Like you know here, she just—that's that was she just really wanted to go explore that yard. It was—it's kind of you know, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. She, she did. She was, and then I—I I was kind of like, I love you, but I can't make you stop itching from 300 miles away. <laughs> right, please stop going into my yard. Right, you know, but in my yard, like she really, she means well, you know, like she, she, there's things in my yard that she wants to do, and she was taking care of the dog too. So we have a theory mm. that the dog got into some poison ivy in the backyard, oh. and then when she was taking care of the dog, maybe the dog like rubbed it off of her fur <laughs> onto my mom. Like we, Sad. we're not really sure if she got it from. My mom is is assuming that it was from the dog. This is compelling podcasting. I'm telling this you, is, like, I, it, compelling. It, it you is. know, I would say though, me, I probably I'm like so like not I don't know any of the plants I would just like roll in it I wouldn't even know what it was <laughs> I'd be like this is pretty and shiny I like things with the that's leaves. how I feel oh that's how that's, that's me like you can't I can identify like the major flowers and what's really funny about it is my both my parents actually met when they know all the flowers because my dad used to be like the wholesaler for flowers and my mom owned a flower shop so they know like the technical oh, terms cute. yeah isn't that cute so they know wow. all the terms are like Ostermeria. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. You're just like, <laughs> you're speaking Spanish. I just don't even know. They're like, no, we, it's just a rose, Megan. And you're like, right. okay, rose. Just say right. rose. That's exactly, that's exactly it. They get all technical. They're like, oh, this, and they can like identify them as we're walking down the street. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even get you. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm the same. And my mom knows all the trees. Like, she'll be like, oh, well, this is a Bartlett pear. And this is a she's Bra- like the no, Lorax. A, ba- a Bradford a, pear. Who, who or, knows that? How do you like, like, I don't even know where that knowledge is stored. Like, how that brain tree, can't fill it? Yes. That my tree is a dogwood tree. And I'm just like, yeah. how do you know all these trees? I know. Yeah. My scary. mom is the same way. Oh, so I don't know. Maybe I'll get there and then I'll be like, right. <gasps> you know what? There's, there's got to be like an owner's manual that you're given when you reach a certain age where you have to learn all of this stuff and learning the trees is one of them. I hope, I hope it is because if I'm, I'm going to be that person who, when my children have children, I'm not going to know any of the trees and they're going to be like, you're failing at life. Right. And I don't know how to sew. Right. (laughs) No, I feel like that is really has skipped a generation because like my grandmother and my mother are like both great at sewing. Yeah, I don't know how to sew. I can I can barely sew on a button. Yeah, like, I, I could I, like I, if I had to in the if apocalypse. I had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's if I, pretty yeah. much the extent of my And it would be apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had... the, like bombs are going off, and I'm just over here sewing on a button. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be 
That mine would be very quick. Like you would, you would be able to tell. You'd be like, oh, she did that herself. <laughs> like that does not look professionally done. I but know. you know what? <laughs> uh, that's why I just buy really cheap clothes because when stuff like that happens, it's just time to to go get a new shirt because that's just not yeah. working. It's just not working. I know. I love how you buy a garment and it comes with a little baggie of buttons, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're never gonna happen. I know that's sweet. That's really that's sweet. that's a sweet concept that yeah. I would lose a button from this top and take the time to sew on your right. replacement button. Right. Exactly. It's just not gonna happen. No, no. If the button falls off of the top and I lose it, the top is also going to be gone. I'm going to get rid of the top as well. Or buried somewhere in my laundry room until I forget that I have not thrown it away yet. Yes, yep. exactly. When yep. when when I do when I do laundry and I come across a shirt that is damaged or like has a stain that will never come out or you know there's something on it i just Mm -hmm. kind of toss it into the back of the laundry room (laughs) and then you know once a decade when it's time to clean out the laundry room i'm like look at all these clothes back here i need to throw these away no one i do that with socks i try like i'm a i'm a sock matching nazi and my husband (laughs) okay so i i do i like to make sure like when when i do the laundry you know i've put the socks with the match. I mean, that's probably like not abnormal. Like a lot of people probably do that, but my husband, he could care less. He could, he wears mismatched mismatched socks <laughs> yeah. all the time. And it just drives me crazy. So I make this nice little pile of socks that don't have matches in hopes that one day the match will turn up and I can re put them. And what ends up happening is I probably like just lose the other match somewhere along the way. It never happens. <laughs> yeah. mm, I do the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, there's like this pile of socks. No, 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 don't throw those away. I need to find the map. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was worse. Um, it's worse when you have children because I know you have two boys, right? I do. They're six and three. Okay. So all those are cute ages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Three is the hardest age known to man. It's really rough, yeah. man. I We're feel like especially life. with boys, three <laughs> was really hard. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's almost like they're getting to where it's like when children reach the age where they can form an opinion about something and if something happens that they don't like, they don't know how to control that emotion. And three is the age when they really start forming opinions. It is. And you know what? I just assumed that my boys were going to be like identical. I I like, I I don't know why I thought that, but you know, you have your first kid and you don't know what to expect and like, Oh, and you know, so you go through all the things and then, but then with your second one, you're like, he was going to be a boy and I just felt like they were going to be identical. Like they were just going to have the same exact path. Everything was going to happen the same. Nope. This kid, the second one, he has been, he has thrown me for a loop. He has. People will always say just, that. Yeah. Second children, man. Yes, I know. And I think it's because God gives us that real easy one when we first have our first baby. I like, feel that was it. I'm so thankful. Yeah. That he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you know, I'm probably, again, I don't know, like, you know, right or wrong. I'm probably like a weird parent anyways, but, um, so just want to let you all know that, but I think we all are a little weird. Yeah. I think that's the only way to do it. I think that's the best way to do it. Like you got to do whatever works, but the the older one, he is like, he's so like loving and kind and he's very, he's very cautious. Like he doesn't like to do anything that could ensue danger upon his himself. And, and the second one is more like, Oh, that looks dangerous. Let me do it 10 times. I really yes. want to do it. 
You just described my children, too, except my oldest yeah. is a girl. Like, right. she was the kid that would sit at playgroup and, like, watch all the other kids because she was afraid of, like, getting in there and, and like, playing. I understand. I'm like, so then you have, like, the extreme opposite of the bunch. Yes, like, The exactly. older one's like, don't do that. You might get hurt. And then he's like, great. Now I want to do it more. Thanks a lot. Exactly. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harrison was on the roof the other day because their play mm-hmm. structure is really close to the roof. And he's four. And I turn around and... Because they were playing in the backyard and I was in the front yard. And he's like, mommy, <laughs> like on the roof. <laughs> oh, it's my very, gosh. It's very, it's just, I know. Yeah. Ooh, so, yeah. Hopefully I make it through, guys. So, <laughs> or nothing, they do. Nothing, like, shows you how different your children are than when you get them in the ocean. Uh, yeah. That's probably true. Because, That's probably very true. So, I was on the coast of North Carolina last week. And, um. We went to the beach quite a bit, and we would let the kids go play out in the ocean. And mm-hmm. Allison and I would sit on the beach and watch them play in the water. And it was really not like we could relax. It was more like, hey, you're going out too far. And then one of us would have to run out there and, like, signal them back. Or, you know, like, it was not like a relax. <laughs> right. It wasn't super relaxing, but it was fine. Um, mm-hmm. but we noticed in both sets of our children, cause she has a boy and she has a girl and so do I, and her boy is older than her girl, just like mine. So our girls are like fearless. <laughs> okay. And they're the youngest, they're the younger of the two and mm-hmm. they are just completely like, I'm a swim all the way to the other coast. <laughs> It's not just crazy. It's you just, know, that's not me. I will and say that. her son is not, I wouldn't say fearless, but he's a really, really strong swimmer. So he's like encouraging the girls to like, yeah, man, let's swim all the way to Japan. We got this, <laughs> you know? And then there's my son who is in like the shallowest part of the ocean where there's barely a wave. And he turns around and looks at me and he's like, I don't really like this. Like, this is scary. <laughs> that's how I feel. Honestly, I'm such like, and people are directly like, don't you like want, cause I lived, so I grew up in California mm-hmm. and we were not like by the beach. Everyone thinks like, oh, you lived in California. How many celebrities were you neighbors with? And I was like, none. Like, <laughs> right. that's, you know, like that's not how, that's not real. No, I'm, um, I, I, I've decided that you, that you know, Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> since you lived yeah, in California. That's friends how with people the Smith family. <laughs> they mm-hmm. do. They're like, oh, you just must have like walked out the door and like the beach was there and you just like. We're hanging out with Ellen on the beach. Like, no, it's not. It's not like oh, that. no. It's, no. you know, it's like you go. So we went to the beach every now and again. But I was the kid who was like, you get salt water in your mouth. There's sand in your shoe. Like, I just didn't get it. The best beach experience I've ever had was in Washington State, where yes. it was always, like, chilly. And you'd, like, walk with on the beach, like, not in a bathing suit. You don't get in the water, really. You just, no. like, walk and enjoy it. And that's, like, the yep. best beach experience ever for me. I don't yes, get come to the Oregon coast. It's the exact same. That's well, that's what cool. I want. That's what I yep. want. I would like to be able to go to the beach when it's cool out. Yep. In my hoodie, in my jeans, and my tennis shoes. That's yep. I don't think the Oregon coast goes above, like, 75 when it's, like, 90 in Portland. And so in the winter, it's, like, cold and, like, you have your hoodie on and, like, you're walking on the beach. And even in the summer, like, sometimes it's, like, 60 degrees there but as the a high. Best. It's the yes, best. I don't, it is and the, the people best. flock to the beaches to, like, lay. And I don't, I just don't get it. I'm, like, I mean, God bless them. 
you know, yes. go you do you like all the way. But like, I just don't get it. It's just, you know, you just lay there, you get sweaty and sunburned. Like why? Right. Yeah. You're all around spreading the Rona everywhere. Like, I yes. Don't be there. <laughs> yes. No, and I'm telling you. you for weeks afterwards, I find sand in the craziest <laughs> places. I, yeah. I just, I don't get it. I just really don't. So we, uh, yeah, I'm just not a beach. Yeah. Fan. I'm Unless like, okay, I've taken four showers since the last time I was at a sandy beach. <laughs> right. And then so how is it, how is it that in the crook of my elbow, I'm still finding a piece of sand? <laughs> I don't get it. I get or it. like in your hair, like you'll shake your hair out and it's still like falling out or like, this you're, is not my regular dandruff this is sand or you're just casually driving maybe you're biting your lip a little bit and then there's a piece of sand in your mouth and you're like how long has that piece of sand been in my mouth that it's just right. now surfacing it's crazy <laughs> it is just not yeah yeah, yeah. so but my know. but my son my son is like that so like we would get ready we would all like all of us be getting ready to go out to the beach and he would be like mommy can we please can you and me just stay at the condo and meet them at the pool he's yeah. like I don't want to go and get in the sand I, the, the ocean is really scary there's like creatures in there that you can't see and like right. you know and those like sharks are gonna bite you in a pool so. exactly <laughs> right. and those sharks are hungry right now I've right. been seeing them all over the news I know yeah. So, but Allison's son found a jellyfish, like just chilling on a piece of seaweed, just hanging out. And <laughs> so Allison and I are sitting there on the beach and he just walks up holding the jellyfish and we're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, <laughs> no, no. So that is, all, yeah, that is one thing about the Oregon coast is that there's jellyfish like across the beach, like uh, in some seasons, like you'll walk out there and they, you'll just see those little like jelly balls all over yeah. Well, Odin found one and he brought it to us like it was like a prize. Yes. And I was like, uh, and I was like, just go throw it in the garbage. And he was <laughs> right. Like, You're well, like, unless you want me to pee on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> and, <laughs> and he was like, but it's cool. I want to. So Allison took a picture of it so that they could like remember it forever. And then like I made him go throw it away. And then <laughs> he found he found a tiny little crab. And I'm like, what are you, like a oceanographer? Like, how are you finding all of these things? He's like, well, I'm a marine biologist. I found all the all the scientific <laughs> creatures. And, you know, then there's my son, Daniel, who was like, I do not like this. Like, I don't want to sit in the sand. I don't want to sit totally. in the ocean. And then there's Hannah, my youngest, who is like halfway across the world. And I'm like, got to jump up from the <laughs> spot on the beach and like run out there and get her because she's so far out in the ocean. Yeah, I just, you know, it is great. And both me and my husband, though, we like, we don't like to sweat. We don't like the heat, really. Like, we Mm -hmm. don't keep it warm. I don't mind it warm, but I like comfortable temperatures. And, and, you know, it just doesn't, I just don't get the appeal. I just, I don't get it. No. (laughs) No, I don't like to be, I don't like to be hot. I really don't. I don't either. We've had like some 90, 100 degree days here in Oregon. And I know. That's not that hot compared to those of you who live in like Texas and Florida and Nevada and all of that. I get it. <laughs> but for me, who's used to like, oh, you know, nine months out of the year, it's going to be like mm-hmm. between like, 45 to 60. <laughs> it's hot. And I'm done. Yeah, totally. I don't like totally. it. I don't, I don't like it I don't at know. all. I've been like, people are like, oh, I love summer. It's my favorite season. I'm like, no, oh, I don't even God. get that at all. The only thing I like about summer is that fall is next. That's like, yes, how I feel. yes, I know. We're in August. That's one more month. Today. I know. Okay. That's how it's I fall, y'all. I know. It's fall, y'all. I thought about, I thought about going ahead and pulling out my boots. 
because August is like getting to be a little fally. That's right. But it's so hot here that I can't. But like when I look back on my fall wardrobe that I had last year, like my fall and winter clothes, I was like, man, my clothes were banging. Like, look at these adorable yes. things. And then all summer long, I've been like, I don't have anything to wear. <laughs> Summer's just not cute. Because even if you try to look cute, especially you're hot, like, you're, if you're the hot. seasons, like when you try to look cute, it just, you sweat and then your hair poofs and it just, yes. it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's no. like, well, let me be careful of what color shirt I put on because I don't want to have like armpit sweat and <laughs> right? boob sweat and back right. sweat and all that. And items. why would I put on makeup when it's going to melt off? Right. Like, what's <laughs> right. the point? In the wintertime, in the wintertime, you can put your makeup on and sleep in it for four nights and it still looks good every day. <laughs> I you just have to touch up your eyeliner. <laughs> I do. I feel like you just feel just so good about everything. You can walk outside in the fresh air and you feel like invigorated. In the summer, you're like, I know. It's like in the summertime, I'm already sweating before I even finish taking my shower. I know. Right. And then what? I'm supposed to put makeup on my wet face, my hot, sweaty, wet face, too. Right. And I I agree. For those who love it, like, what is the, like, what do you love of, like, how do you survive it where you don't feel the same thing? So my husband loves it. And he loves that, like, our garden is, like, popping. That's what he loves about it. It's that, like, we're getting our summer tomatoes and, like, the pumpkins are starting to turn orange. And, like, he is basically, because he eats a lot of vegetables all the time. So he is basically able to, like, eat out of the garden and buy very little at the grocery store. So that's what he loves about it. But he does love the summer. And I think he, like, gets a little, like, seasonally depressed. Like, not a lot. But, like, he's definitely, like, oh, we have to be inside. Because he's kind of an outdoorsy person. Yeah. Right. Right. Listen, the girls in my life that like the hot summertime mm-hmm. all weigh less than 130 pounds. <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. So okay. okay. All right. Because they just don't sweat like I do. Yeah. You know. You know, and- I will say I don't. I probably do like maybe more than some. I don't sweat a, like a lot, a lot. I barely but sweat. Still, I get sweaty face. Yeah. That's what I get. It's like my, my face. it's my face. Yeah. My my face is what I'm worried most about, especially because when when I get hot and sweaty, the first place on my face that sweats is above my upper lip. Yes, oh, me too. God. I know. And Brian will know. He'll like look at me. He'll be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like, I get really red though. I look like I'm I'm not burning, but I look like I've just been sunburned so bad. But I'm not. I'm just like red. I often yes. get that way when I'm mad. And I cry like, you know how, have you ever seen some people cry and they look so cute and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, but you look so cute. Not me. I'm no, no, me either. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm an ugly. I'm not cute. I'm no, not. no, I'm an ugly crier. But I am, I do frequently get embarrassed by my sweat mustache. <laughs> so I am Nothing very self Nothing a little self-con- beard can't fix. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> very <not> <laughs> Well, I don't have like, okay, so, and this is what I'm learning about getting older, is my mom warned me, she's like, when you get older, you're going to have hair on your face. Yes, you are. And I was like, well, I've never had hair on my face before, but then last night I was looking in the mirror, and there was a hair on my forehead. Oh, no. (laughs) That was so much further up from my eyebrow. You're like, what are you doing? I couldn't have claimed it as an eyebrow. Like, it was not... Like, I couldn't just be like, oh, there's an Aaron's eyebrow that I need to pluck. No, this was a blonde hair 
that was <sighs> catching the light in the mirror in my living room. And I was like, who are you? You are like, you are disgusting. Like you, you are just, you are, you are so gross. Like you have a sweaty mustache <laughs> and you have a hair coming out of your forehead that you need to attend to now that you've never seen before that who knows how many other people have noticed. Like how many people have been talking about Leanne's forehead hair? Like, does it have a name? Does it have its own Instagram? Like, I don't know. I've never seen it's it before. <laughs> so I, I just, it's just oh. getting old. Getting old is so, is so crazy. Um, it's very glamorous. I must say, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be dead. Like I definitely right. want to live until I'm very, very old, but the process of it is just every day is like becoming more and more interesting. Unless That's you're right. a man, man, men get man, men get so much more attractive. <laughs> Not only old. that, they don't even they don't even go through. They suck. Um, right. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't, don't care. Through. Yeah, no. and they accept it that they don't care that they're just like eh. <laughs> they don't. They don't <laughs> care. And it's funny how like men want to like judge women and their appearance and then when you look at a man who's getting old I'm like excuse me sir you have a like a whole bush coming out of your ear <laughs> right and I know and you want to shame me for like my one errant hair on my forehead while you have the Garden of Eden coming out of your ear hole like that. Well, is and not, here's here's uh-uh. a story about my dad. He used to okay, so he's the owner of a business, and so he used to wear like a button-up polo and like Docker slacks to work and all of the things. But now <laughs> he has what he calls his dress sweatpants. and he works in like a machine shop so it's like an automotive thing but still like he's like the face of the company (laughs) and my brother was like that's what we're doing today now huh chuck like that's what we're doing you just they just give up they just stop caring but but they still expect for us to be plucked and waxed and 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 of a certain weight and like you know know my mom still puts makeup on every day Every yeah. day in the morning, that's like her yeah. routine. That's While your great. dad puts on his her. sweat dress, <laughs> dress I mean, his, his dress sweat sweatpants. Yes. yes, they're my tuxedo <laughs> sweats. <laughs> These are my. He calls them his good pants, and we're like, no. I know. You know, when I was growing up, my mom would always like she would always shower and get dressed every day, and I'm like, yes. Wait a minute, over cheaper. Like, who needs to do that? <laughs> Why? Yeah. I, what? I, no, my mom. <laughs> exactly. My mom Where are you still going? She comes over to my <laughs> house to clean. Like we'll like we'll decide. Okay, today we're gonna tackle this big closet. And you know, like you remember that day, Caitlin, that I did my Monica yes. closet. Like I, you did. My, yes. my closet that I opened up and it was like head, like top to bottom, <laughs> like everything in there was was it needed to be cleaned out. So my mom shows yes. up at the house, fully made up. <laughs> cute outfit on cute little shoes that match the outfit her hair is done and I'm like where are you going and she's like well I was coming to your house to like help you with your closet and I was like but we're gonna get like down and dirty on the floor like this closet has got to be like completely overhauled like you're gonna get those cute white capris mussed up (laughs) and she's like no I'm just gonna let you do that part oh because you can't see any dirt, any floor dirt on your, on your pair of black leggings that I, my uniform black leggings that I wear. Yes. Okay, your Batman wardrobe. 
I know I remember when I was married and he was like he would he would check the Amazon account and he'd be like did you need more leggings and I'm like um yeah uh that is none of your business sir like, <laughs> how oh, many geez. leggings do I need all of the leggings and they right. all must be black they must be black <laughs> leggings I have branched out this summer though and my wardrobe has been like dresses and, and leggings, but I bought a bunch of leggings that were like multicolored that could like Ooh. match the dresses. Mm-hmm. So I bought oh a bunch God. of like pretty like summery dresses from Chic Soul. And then I put my like, like Amazon, like cropped leggings with them. Cute. And, yeah. And that's, that's been pretty cute. Um, on the days that I actually get up and like care about anything. Right. Like, <laughs> Right. Um, I feel yeah. Yeah. So right now I have on like a pair of standard black leggings and like some old tank top, and I'm like, this is how we record the show. Super. Well, you're doing better than me. I have on no pants and a shirt that I've had on for like three days. But that's you know I just changed my shirt, so don't feel bad. Yeah, it's it's shower day. Okay, I'm getting in the shower after this. I did put this shirt on yesterday, so the shirt I've not been wearing the shirt for longer. It's probably I've probably had this shirt on for twelve hours. So yeah. Now the pants, uh, questionable. Right. Um, <laughs> pants so, you can wear more than one day though. It might be time for me to get out a different pair of black I leggings. I probably and put these push on that boundary a lot. I mean, I, I know like, I do. <laughs> Even for know, my kids, I'm like, you can wear it another day. It's fine. I feel that way. I do yeah. it all the time. And I if it's probably, jeans, if it's jeans, yeah. forget it. Yeah. Why would I mean, anyone wash old, a pair of jeans? <laughs> because jeans get, like, messier. softer. They yeah. do. They do. And they get, the three-year-old, I wash his clothes a lot more because he, his, you can't sneak by his look. That's true. Dirty. <laughs> that's, true. See, I, that's my game. If something's clean to me, it just looks clean. It may yes. not be. It just has the appearance of clean. <laughs> if there's a bunch of stains on it, I'll wash it. Even one or two stains, you know, no big deal. Right. Like, that's, no one's going to notice. Who pays Exactly. It? Everyone's so concerned about how they look, they're not looking at you. Right. Yeah, and <laughs> that's I how remember, I feel about my son. I'm like, yeah. did you eat any of your dinner? Because it's all on your shirt. Your I don't get it. It, I don't it get took me. It took me years of having my children in school to figure out their teachers don't care what they have on. Right. I, I as long care. as they're clean and like they don't look malnourished, like teachers are not, not going to be calling on you. Yeah. So it's like, and it it really is something. I don't remember if someone actually said this to me or if it just hit me one day that I never notice what my own students wear. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized my kids' teachers aren't paying that much attention to what they're wearing either. Unless it's like a special day where you're like zoning in. I'm like, oh, your oh. costume is so cute. Yes. Well, if it's <laughs> right. jammy day or something like yeah. that, then yeah. Or like, <laughs> right. you know, if it's picture day, they might notice that like, oh, this one's mom forgot because he's in this <laughs> old dirty t-shirt. You know what right. I mean? He's wearing the Ninja Turtles hoodie right. again. <laughs> yeah, again, again, he's wearing it again. Um, but there were, there have been days when um, I would go pick the kids up in carpool and my son would have on the same shirt that he had on the day before because even though his dad handed him fresh, clean clothes, he just forgot to change it. Right. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not trying to cast shade, but as a parent, wouldn't you as a parent notice that he had forgotten to change his shirt? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a, I mean, maybe, maybe. It could, I right. could see where someone could just like maybe let that slip through. Just be so crazy. Like, well, you know. and I feel like dads, like they don't focus on those things. Like, 
for the longest time, I was like, Brian, you cannot dress, <laughs> you cannot dress the kids because he just pulled like one pants, one shirt, didn't care what they were, just slapped them I together. Even when he's putting them to bed, like when I put them to bed, I'm like, okay, let's go brush your teeth, let's do this whole thing, let's get your jammies mm-hmm. on, like let's get you ready. I put them in their beds. I, you know, I make sure their blankets are all normal, like you know, whatever. <laughs> Sheets on the bed, yeah. 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 Hate whatever they're wearing, like literally. Whatever they have on, whatever they look like, they're going straight to bed in that. If they're wearing jeans, he might pull them off and let them just like go underwear. That's it. That's his bedtime routine. Because that's how he would go to bed. Totally. He naked. It doesn't matter. Like they're going to bed. Whatever condition they're in. Caitlin, you said, Caitlin, you said um that that's not what men zone in on or focus on. What do they focus on? That's what I uh, want to know. When I it comes think they to focus on whether their children are still alive at the end of the day. <laughs> that's that's all, the goal. That's all my husband cares about. Like he literally doesn't care pretty much about anything else. Right. Like, are they alive? lying? No. Right. Are they still alive? Yes. We have right. a winner. <laughs> okay. okay. Today, done. Yeah. At least yeah. for my husband. And like I don't know. I don't know how it works in other families, but that's like how it works in my family. <laughs> As long as the kids are like oh. not screaming, not trying to kill each other, and they have gone to bed appropriately, he yeah. feels that that is a win. So I say for me, it's like the path to the least inconvenience. Like yeah. whatever is going to be less annoying, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. as long as they're alive. So he's the one that, like, so we we're at the park last night and and it was like dark, and he's like, okay, it's time for us to go. And I was like, why? The, the park's still open. And he was like, the the weirdos come out at night and we got to get the kids out and I'm like I, why are you so worried about that but you know that's his protective brain going into let's yeah protecting here. the family right. yeah and see what I'm thinking about is the fact that they come to me in the carpool line after my husband has gotten them ready in the morning and my daughter's shirt is on backwards and my son has on the same shirt from the day before and I'm like did you look at them after they got dressed like you handed them their clothing and told them to get dressed and then went about your morning and then just took them to school. Did you look at them at all? Um, nope. The answer. No, nope. no. <laughs> the, the, the question that was that, that went through his mind was, are they clothed? <laughs> well, like, exactly. Like, you do know? they have clothes on? And as long as they had clothes on, then they were prepared for school. Right. That's and so, you have to be specific. It can't be like get them dressed. It's like put this on this shirt, this because then you can't mess it up really. But you can't yeah. just be like can't just be open with it. You know. I well, I'm <laughs> realizing I'm realizing now that I missed the carpool line, and I never thought that I would say that. But like I was thinking about it last night, and you know, kind of getting a little bit into the Rona. Um, my district has decided to go all virtual. And, um, you know, that's what we wanted. My kids were not going to go back into the building anyway, but we had already planned on them doing the virtual option that my district was offering back when they were still talking about there being kids in the, some of the buildings. Anyway, um, all I can think is I miss every day at four o'clock picking them up from school and how happy they were to see me and how they would tell me about their day. Right. And yep. now, now they're with me all day, and I don't have to ask them how their day was because I was there. I know. Right. How their day right. Was. You already know. <laughs> I already know. So now that my husband and I have this custody thing worked out, 
we have decided that in the afternoons, when they're done with their school for the day, whoever's house they're not at, they're going to do FaceTime call with them and tell them what they learned in school. Oh, that's well, cute. that's really good. Yeah. So like if they're with Andy and they're doing their online school all day long with him, then when I'm done with work and he's done with work and the kids are done with school, we're going to have a FaceTime call around dinner time where the kids recap their schoolwork for me for the day. That's awesome. So they it reiterates and like repeats for them what they did that day so that they can kind of learn it a little bit more. And it will help me know like that he's on the ball, that Andy's like working with them, that he's got them at the table, like doing their work and everything. And then I'm going to do the same for him so that when they're with me, they can talk to him every day about what they did at school. So we're just going to make a new normal because that's really all we can do. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so especially with us being separated and, you know, the kids not being in normal school, like their lives have been completely turned upside down. Right. Yep. Right. And, you know, I'm, we, when they're having, what does Caitlin say? When they're, when they're showing some behaviors. <laughs> yeah. When they're having some, having a hard time. When they're having behaviors, <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like, these kids haven't seen their school friends since March. Right. Yep. You know, and now they're like a week at their dad's, a week at their mom's, a week at their dad's, a week at their mom's. You know what I mean? So it's right. like mm -hmm. things are things are just getting things are starting to to kind of hit me like how different and difficult they might be for them. And mm -hmm. I have empathy for them. I really do. But I don't know how to make it better. Right. Um, I feel like all I can do is listen, you know, it's just right. listen to them um, when they're and there are times when like my daughter plays this video game with her dad. And then when she's with me, she cries for the first couple of days after she leaves him. And she claims to miss the characters from the video game. And mm -hmm. when Andy and I discuss it, he's like, that is her way of saying that she misses me or that no. she misses you. Right. Is, is because it's not really so much that she cares about these video game characters, but that that's something that we do together. And that's the way she knows how to express her emotions. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, too, they play so much off of our emotions as right. the adult. And so, you know, when they do something and then we get all worked up because then we're upset about it, then that only makes them more worked up because they're sensing like, hey, you're not OK either. And right. so I think, you know, it's really key to try to be that strong, you know, like voice of reason almost in the situation. And even though, mind you, after you go cry in the closet because you're all upset about <laughs> yeah. it you know, for them, you have to have that ability to, to kind of say, yeah. like, oh, it's okay. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I think during the coronavirus, like, especially I have learned that I am in fact the adult. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to like put on the face and like do the, do the things that like my mom always did for me. Like there's nobody, there's nobody else. <laughs> like, right. I, I right. have to do that and cry right. in the shower like she did. Right. And I think that's really kind of hit me during this time for sure. Right, right. Yeah, and since, you know, in this transition time in my own life, I know that my kids have heard me crying. Yeah. And it's not because I wanted them to or because I need for them to, like, understand that mommy is feeling a certain way. It's not like mm -hmm. I'm doing that to them on purpose. But, like, before my husband t takes them away for the week, I just get very weepy, you know? Like, Yeah, I, like, it's, it's I almost, a transition for you, too. Yeah, like, I almost can't help it. And, um, so we have this plan 
because I have to go back to work on Thursday of next week and I have to be in the building. Mm-hmm. Now we're not going to have any students in the building ever, okay. but for the, for the days that are teacher work days, Mm-hmm. they want us in the building and they're going to do like temperature checks and they're going to ask us all these questions before we come in. And then we're going to go to our own separate classrooms and we're going to be entirely alone. Mm-hmm. So we're doing all of these zoom meetings and all of these professional developments and everything in our own classrooms by ourselves. So we're not going to be in groups of people. So I'm not really worried that I'm going to get the coronavirus from going back into the building. I'm just thankful that students aren't going to be coming in ever. Yeah. But once the teacher work days are over and the first day of school rolls around, I'm allowed to work from home. Oh, perfect. So Andy is actually going to keep the kids for an additional two weeks after I finish my having to be in the building time Mm -hmm. so that I can quarantine. Yeah. So I go back to work on Thursday and the kids are going to spend Thursday and Friday and Saturday night with my parents at their house. And then Andy's going to go pick them up from there. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to have them for the following three weeks. So I have one week where I'm in the building and then I have two weeks of quarantine and then he's going to give them back to me and I'm going to have them for three weeks. Woo, that'll be fun. So we have like the time measured out, but that's going to be the longest that I've ever been away from them. But I know that it's like for their own good. Right. Because I don't want to bring anything home to them from the building. And if I were to get the coronavirus and it was my week with them, then I would feel horrible that like, one, someone would have to come pick them up and I would risk exposing all these, you know, like I just don't want to yeah. expose any of our elderly it's just parents. just a lot. The, yeah. yeah. So, it's you know, just a lot. It's a hard it time is. to be a parent right now. It, it really is because, you know, they say all these things about like, well, kids don't transfer it to other people. Well, you know what? That, that is not true. Know that that is we true. don't know that. Um, well, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about the whole thing. I mean, just in general, just to summarize it, which I know you have so many mixed opinions. It is like, so just everyone think, but I just feel like nobody knows the right, right. thing. And so no. the best thing to do, if you can do it, is just nobody knows what to do. That means that there's not enough information to really form yeah. an opinion. Tests are being given wrong, tests, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's nobody knows. And so right. that's, you know, the best thing to do is just be as cautious as you feel comfortable and be courteous of others who aren't working through it at the same time. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I ordered new masks from Amazon. Cute. I only have one mask and it's made by Aaron Condren and we're going to transition over to our Aaron Condren conversation here in just a minute. Um, but um, that mask, while I like it, you got to have more than one mask. Right. Right. So right. you're going to actually do it proper. <laughs> yes. And I want to do yeah. it properly. So I know I was out of town midweek this week and I forgot to bring my mask with me when I went out of town. <laughs> so I'm on the phone with Caitlin and I'm like, I'm going in this gas station because I have to pee, but I'm not wearing and, my mask. And I was mask. like, okay, so you won't go into Michael's bathroom with a mask, but you will go in a gas station. <laughs> I had to pee. There. I you didn't know. have a choice. Okay. <laughs> when you got to go, you got to go. You got to go. go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like I, I would have gone dr- on the side of the road. That's just no. Me. Well, okay. I did contemplate finding a cup and going in my car. I'm not going to pretend that I did not think about doing that. <laughs> you oh, should have. I do that. That's I do that for 
you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. but I just, I was there, I saw the gas station, and it was a very clean-looking gas station. It was not like one of those shady ones. <laughs> Um, okay. It was basically like a tiny little grocery store. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. It, it wasn't uh-huh. like this. It wasn't like this like gross gas station. And I washed my hands. I just forgot to put my mask on, even though the sign on the door said you can't enter without a mask on. I entered anyway. Right. Let's go. And, and yes. I felt so bad. And I'm on the phone with Caitlin. And I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna shame me when I come out because I'm not wearing my mask. But I had to pee so bad. Yep, yeah, exactly. Well, you yeah. are going to need multiple masks because what did I say last week? Masks are like condoms. You can't reuse them. Yes. Well, thank you for saying it again. Our listeners You're welcome. appreciate that. I, I yeah. mean, it's a good visual, right? Well, like, let me just say this. Okay. Now, again, I know everyone has like so many things floating around about this, the, the masks and to mask and not to mask, but I legitimately watched someone drop their mask on the ground. They no. They're putting, putting their kid in the car. They stepped on it. And then they picked it up, or they're taking their kid out. Either way, whatever it was, they dropped on they dropped on the ground. They were stepping out, and then they just picked that sucker up and put it right on their face. No, no, they did it. No, no. And me and my husband were looking at it. We're just like. That cannot be, like, this is not how it was intended. This is not what people are You are not using it with 100% efficacy, okay? Yeah. No, and you're see, supposed to, no, if it falls on the ground, that's what we call a dead soldier. You got to put that he, in the washing machine. And see, he's like, and so he was a nurse before, you know, his his life changed there, and he, um career change, and so he thinks, he just, like, laughs because he, he feels like everyone just does it so wrong, like, all of everybody. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just, you know, it's probably not something we should laugh about, but we do. We just sit in the car right. and crack up at people. Well, I see. The right way. What if else I go, can you do? If I go through the line at Chick-fil-A and the girl or the person or whoever is working at Chick-fil-A and her mask is beneath her nose... Mm-mm. I'm like, well, I want. It's like there's a part of me that wants to say, you're not wearing that correctly, and you're yes. going to give everybody the Rona if you have it because you have that mask beneath your nose. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I feel like I don't have any idea what it's like to work a six-hour shift at a fast food restaurant right. with a mask on. I would mm-hmm. die. And you know, I don't think. I think it's kind of like. I don't think you they totally paid like when you're in the busy work mode, you're not probably paying attention to that. Like you're probably just right. busy working. It just That's slipped down. Thinking. It probably just Why? slipped down and mm-hmm. then she realized that she felt better for the first time in the five hours that she'd been right. here and she was like, I'm right. just gonna leave it. Right. And then, yeah. then it's also like if you're touching your face all the time, adjusting it, like is that any better? I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Nobody knows anything. Nobody so. knows exactly. Nobody it goes yeah. back to what I said. Nobody knows. But Nobody even knows. like with all of these little things, like I think even if you're like touching it or whatever, I think still wearing one is better than not wearing one. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, time will tell. I mean, as of this, yeah. point, I feel like there's so much information. There's so much misinformation. There's just so much. You right. just have to kind of, you know get through this season and we'll probably learn a lot. There's probably information that'll come from it. But right now we are in such a season of like educating and learning and just figuring out the right way to do things. And I hope that it will get to a clear position on what's right and what's, yeah. but right now, you know, we just gotta just take it in stride and do what we can. Well, That's right, all exactly. I know 
is that everything that I'm learning better be in a Zoom meeting because there is no reason in the world for anybody to have an in-person meeting ever again. Yes, right. it's true. If you, right. If you, if you, now I'm not talking about planner conferences, okay? Like, <laughs> no, I want to go. That's needed. No, yeah. planner conferences need to be in person. I'm talking about like, if my principal needs to call a staff meeting, she just needs to send a Zoom link and tell us what time to click on it. Yeah, and then you can be in your classroom and, and all the have things. the meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. or on my couch or in my bed right. or right. not having any pants right. on. I mean, or in you your car to, it's like, mobile. Bright yeah. side of things, like you know, I'm just gonna put the bright side of things out there. Like, thank goodness, technology was as advanced during this pandemic that we yeah. have these abilities to do all these things like people in yesteryear that had to go through things didn't have the luxury of just clicking on zoom to go talk to their exactly. or their friends or their family or, you know, even us right now. And and so, you know, how lucky are we that that right. is like during the 1918 through. pandemic, like kids were just running the streets. Like they didn't go to right. class or school. Right. Yeah. They were just running the streets. And like, I can't imagine like you could, you literally could not see your parents during that time if you wanted right. to. Right. It's just a very weird. Yeah. We're lucky. And I'm reading more positive things about treatments coming out and vaccines. So in my mind, we're like halfway to a vaccine, which is probably medically inaccurate. But I'm hoping that we're getting close so that we can go forward into a better into a better tomorrow. Yeah, no kidding. So one of my masks, since I have so many now that are coming, I've got so many coming now from Amazon, um, is an Erin Condren mask. And I know that you have personally interviewed Erin Condren. Right. And I want to kind of switch gears and talk planners for a little while because this conversation has been so much fun. But I mean, yes. we, do want to t- we do want to talk about planners for just a few minutes. Right. So I know looking at your Instagram and being um, active on your YouTube channel that you use Happy Planner products. I do. I use both. I use Erin Condren. So I are just you, use everything. Are you currently, like right now, in an Erin Condren planner? I have um, I have one um, that I've been using as, right, basically during the pandemic, I've kind of been reevaluating what planners I even want because they kind of became a little less important. <laughs> Back when yeah. it started, there was a whole lot. I'm just marking X's on all the things that got canceled. So I was like, yeah, this is a really right. good time to kind of like figure out like what I really need, reevaluate how many planners I have. And I'm one of those people that likes a lot of planners, not because Me I too. necessarily have to have them, but mm-hmm. I like to try different things. And I like to have like, I like compartmentalizing each section of my life and I don't want, you know, so I like to have a lot. And what I really like the Erin Condren planner for was actually my budget planner. Cause I feel like it just flows really well. It's a little less busy. So I've used that in the past. Um, I like a lot of their accessories and things like that. So how have you felt about the company lately? So for me, I, I was on the late train of even understanding or knowing what had happened with, but I, I opened my phone one day and simultaneously I learned that Stephanie Fleming left the company happy planner um, mm-hmm. that Hannah left the happy planner. And I didn't really know exactly what Aaron Condren had done, but I just knew that people were really angry about it. And all at the same time. And I was like, what happened? Like I, I where would I go? Like the world's ending in the happy planner, in the planner area. And so it was kind of a wild, it was a wild area section to be in at that time. But um, 
so I so I was late to the train to the to the train on understanding what had occurred, and I kind of had to do a backtrack because I didn't know what was going on or what everyone was upset about, or and so I kind of had to like learn what occurred. And for me, you know, I know it's a very sensitive time, and people are you want to do what's right, and obviously that wasn't the right thing to do in any stretch of the imagination, but. I know it's just a very hard time for everyone and everyone's trying to navigate the right thing to do. And I will tell you, I don't think any of us probably have made, a lot of us have made good decisions right now. It's like not the best time for like decision-making, like people are just right. all over the place. Emotions are high. Everyone's stressed. Everyone's angry. Everyone's upset. And so I felt like while that was not the right thing at all. I also feel like we have to give a little grace in knowing that, you know, she's in the same season as everyone else and that she is, she's working through it just like everyone else. And so we're all not probably making the best decisions in that. And that's kind of what I look at it. And I I just kind of want to see like the path, the next path that's taken and, you know, kind of what comes next. But I also like to have a lot of my personal experience with someone doing something to me that's wrong. And, and in that case, I felt like it was just, you know, you can't always encompass everything you read as being exactly the case. And we don't know what happened behind the scenes. So I try just to have a little bit of grace and just kind of let things play out a little bit. So I, I am there with you, but so the, the only thing, the only different opinion that I have is that I feel like, and I think I've said this on the show before, I feel like Erin Condren has been given grace in other situations. So this isn't like the first. Um, See, I don't I, know. I, I'm like, you know, I'm probably newer to like the community mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't know if that has like occurred. I don't know even what really mm-hmm. has been. And I also know like, okay, so this was Erin Condren personally. Erin right. Condren yeah. company, Condren company is ran by a lot of other people. Totally. So you can't totally put like it's her name, it's her face, but that's like mm-hmm. saying, you know, Stephanie was responsible for what the happy planner did. And like that's not, you know, sure. they're not the same thing. Like you, yeah. you have to take and and people are people. Like, right, no one's perfect. No, even if you mm-hmm. have own a company or run a company or nobody is gonna make all the right decisions and and be able to, you know, you have to be able to fix right right your wrong. Yeah. But you also can't come to a point where like you're not even given that opportunity sure so yeah. that's you know and so I know a lot of people have said like oh she's done certain things but I don't I don't know what those are like no one's been able to tell me exactly what those might have been so yeah, yeah. And, and I think oh, that ahead. and I think yeah I think that Aaron as a person maybe is a little bit like socially unconscious does that make right. sense like are socially unaware. We'll, we'll just call it privilege. She she does have you know a, a, a certain amount of privilege, and I I just want to say that some of the decisions that she has made have seemed a little tone deaf. Right. Right. It's it's just that she's not like doing that research is what is I guess what the big problem that I have. I love Tanya though, and like I love what she's doing and like all of the things that she's incorporating into the company. But me personally, I, I don't really use their products very much. I, I bought a Daily Duo that I didn't use. Um, but if I were ever going to use their products again, I would like to see like a full rebrand and removing like the Erin Condren name 
from the company. That's kind of what I would like to see. Well, I think that it might be a smart PR move anyway, Mm -hmm. just because if something, I don't know, I don't want to say if something like this happens again. Right. I mean, at this point, Aaron should kind of, I feel like that with everything that she does, she needs to like check. Yeah. First, I think like, it's so, it's so <laughs> hard when you are a person who's more publicized and, you know, it just, in general, and I, I say this from a place like I, you know, I don't know a lot of, I lived a very good life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I have, I grew up in a nice area. I currently live a very good life. And, and so a lot of times I think I'm probably very unsensitive, insensitive, whatever the right word would be, to like thinking a lot of times about how someone might interpret or even like you said, educating yourself, like that's a hard thing to have to necessarily know. And there's so many different ways that people feel what's occurring and depending on what you read and what you watch and like, it's going to form a different opinion for everyone. So I know that back when I did interview her, she said one of her biggest company regrets was that naming it Erin Condren, actually. Yeah. She said she Mm -hmm. wished she didn't do that. And so wow, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, she said, and basically because she said, it's really not about her. This was back then, um, which was what, two years ago or a year ago, year and a half ago. Um, that really wasn't about her. It was more about like, you know, the company as a whole. So somehow it took on her, her name. And I know paper planners had been around for a long time, but I felt like she was kind of one of the pioneers of the like more fun planners, paper planners. Yeah. Um, like the planning community. Yeah. The planning mm-hmm. community. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that she came around where kind of started a trend that has now taken, you know, on a world of its own. And she had said that it being her name, she wished it was something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah Cause we, we don't call our happy planner, our Stephanie Fleming. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which right. And I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, you just like pick it. I mean, I think you start when you start really small, like she started as a very small company as a stay at home mom. When you start that small and then, you know, you probably don't think about how getting to a $40 million company, like you probably don't think, oh, I probably shouldn't name it my name. Like you just think, oh, I got to start something. You start somewhere. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. you know, you slap a slap a name on it of some nature and then it kind of ran with it. And so now that's what's known as. It'd be hard to rebrand right? that. Yeah. And I think that it would be hard because, you know, if you call it EC designs or, um, you know, we have the happy planner, you could call it, you know, um, the, uh, I don't even, I, 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 how do you name a planner company? I mean, like plum paper, I, I, first of all, plum paper just rolls right off the tongue. And the fact that their paper in those planners is so very, very luxurious and nice. Now, I love my EC paper. I like paper that fights me back just a little bit. Okay, like right. I talked about this on the show. Right. Like I like that it's a little bit textured. Um, people have complained that this particular release, that the paper hasn't been the quality that it used to be. I haven't noticed that in my own planner, but I believe other people, if they say that they're having that experience, I'm not going to say, well, no, you're not. Right. Um, just because it didn't happen to me does not mean it's not happening to other people. So, you know, but the plum paper, like that is such a perfect name for that planner because that paper is like so nice and luxurious. And and I just got my first mm -hmm. one, 
like I saw Ooh. it in your stories. Oh, I love, love your cover. Oh my gosh, that cover is so cute. It's how I feel. It was like like I'm not even a huge fan of orange, but I that, that statement just was so accurate to my life. No, so it, I, had I to. saw <laughs> yours and like a true influencer, I saw yours and I was like, hmm, maybe I want to rethink. Do I want a plum paper banner? <laughs> Um, yes, well, I, I, I'm so, I really am so, which I do love, you know, I love Happy Planner, but one thing I, I've never really loved about Happy Planner was the paper. I think the planners no. are great. Not that the paper is a problem, but I like a little bit heavier of paper and um, probably, so theirs was obviously intended. It had to be the way it is because you're popping stuff in and out and it needed to flow a little mm -hmm. bit better, but I, and again, it's like, you know, so personal planners are such personal preference, I feel like. Um, right. But so I'm really excited about this one, though. I'm going to see how how I'll like it in the long run. But I like to have a little bit of it. What are you planning to use it for, the plum paper planner? Well, I'm going to try this as my daily planner. Um, and one thing <gasps> oh. I liked about it, one thing I felt like recently with my happy planner, of course, I love it. Um, and I'm always drawn to colors, even though in the long run, the colors kind of end up bothering me because I can't, I feel like I can't do what I want for that week. Cause I have to have everything, the color or whatever it is for the week. But I, you know, when the pandemic hit and all my planners kind of changed a little bit for what they're needed for. And there's so many like unknown facets. Like obviously I'm in real estate. I did, I don't know what the heck to do half the time still, um, learning, changing that. Um, we own a small company and my husband do that, you know, that's a lot of our income. And so like understanding what's going to happen with that. And, and there were so many like unknowns. I felt like I didn't even know how to use a planner anymore. I was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, yes. like just block out the whole day for like contemplate life. Like, I don't know what to do right now. You know? <laughs> right. So, um, and so it just kind of became a, a point where I was like, maybe it's time to kind of reevaluate what brought me so much joy and what made things so much better. And, you know, all my appointments canceled. I didn't, I didn't schedule things the same way I normally would. I didn't know even how to go about my same routine that I normally would, because like, do you grocery shop the same? Do you load all your kids in the cart and go together? Do you send one adult? Like there were just so many things that you just don't know how to do of like starting yeah. over and trying to figure out. And so I was like, well, now's a great opportunity to kind of figure out what, um, you know, what kind of planner best suits me. And I've always loved the happy planner products, but I actually felt like they weren't as good. The recent releases I didn't like as much as like the previous ones for, I felt like they were just a little bit different. Could be the new ownership. It may not be, it may just be me, it may not be everyone else. But so I was like, you know, I think it's time that I just try something new and see how I like that. And then I can kind of you know, incorporate whatever was going to work better. And one thing I really liked about the plum paper was that you could add your sections in when it was being built for you, essentially, and customizing it rather than, you know, the happy planner where you customize it after you have it, you were able to get everything you wanted up front and then keep it kind of all in one place. So I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see how it works. Well, good luck. I really, really hope that you love it. Um, I used a plum paper planner for a little while. I think it was this time last year because this time last year I was kind of in transition. Um, and then I, I went from plum paper back to happy planner for a minute. And then I switched to Aaron Condren. I want to say in maybe October of 2019. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I have just been, I, I have, I've really, I like 
their accessories. I love those dual tip markers. Like oh, even I when I was, too. even when I was taking a break, I was like, I can't give up my pins. I don't care no. whose name is on them. <laughs> well, and I, you know, I genuinely feel like their products are good. I actually have um, a planner coming from them as well, because I really, because I like a lot of everything. Um, but I mean, they do, they have really neat accessories and really neat products. I love, I have their timers, but like the, hourglass timer things that you flip that's what yes I have mm-hmm. those too mm-hmm. I love it I don't use them but they're so pretty I just love to look at them I just love them and I'm gonna have them out I've, I've flipped them a couple times but mostly because my children have flipped them and I'm flipping them back <laughs> right. and um but I just you know I think that they have a lot of a really nice stuff and so I like to have a lot of everything, but I always felt like their paper quality, Erin Condren's paper quality is probably one of my favorites that I've ever had. Yeah, I know. I love it too. That's where, that's where we differ. I am not a big fan of the Erin Condren paper. You were not? Have you had, have you had one of the planners? Yes, I, I um actually ordered a daily duo and it came oh, here. Okay. <laughs> I was texting with Leanne and looking at it and I was like, I just I don't love it. And I opened it. The paper just feels almost too thick for me. Um, and I like a like a brighter white paper so that my stickers right. look like kind of like they belong really? there. Right. Which you know what I love about it is that's that's what I love so much about all the different types is like there's so many different preferences and. It's so fun to see how people and why they like what they like and like how they use it. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's so neat to me. I just, I don't know. I love that. I love getting, you know, inspiration from other people and really understanding, yeah. you know, it's just fun. Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's one of the things that I have always kind of dealt with is that I really, really love all of the different planners. Right. And I am not the kind of person who wants to have, six planners. Um, I want one that can do everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and right now what I'm kind of dealing with is I have my planner for every day and then I have my teacher planner and I, I'm almost like sad that my teacher planner is separate from my everyday planner. Like I wish that I could figure out like, are they both Aaron Condren? Yes. They're both Aaron Condren. Um, now my teacher planner is beautiful and I'm going to need it. Mm-hmm. Um, because for a while there I was like, well, maybe I can just write what we're going to do at school down in my everyday planner and I won't need this as much. Um, but I mean, like I'm going to have to take role via zoom every day. Like, you know, I, I'm going to need mm-hmm. the checklist in the back and there's, there's all of these things that I'm just, I'm going to have to have. And the one thing that I, I have to hand to the happy planner is that they make the teacher planner in a big size and a classic size. Yeah. Right. And if I could get the Aaron Condren teacher planner in a classic size and like coil them both together, then that would be my perfect situation. Ooh, um, that would be awesome. Yeah. But I don't, I know that Caitlin loves the discs. I know, I know she does. I do but, discs for life, but I like the coil. Right. And I don't want to take my pages in and out. And maybe if I were to pick up a plum paper planner, then I could like figure out a type of situation where I could, because I know that, you know, I could order two plum paper planners and then uncoil them and put them back together. And then I would have my daily life and my teaching all in the same place and it would all right. be classic sized. And, right. you know, so I mean, there's, there's all of these things that I have to think about, but I mean, August is here and my teacher planner has now officially started. 
Right, right. Um, so it's been sitting up there on yes, the shelf for like three months, and I have been back and forth about whether or not I wanted to use it, what what teacher planner I was going to use, all this kind of stuff. And I finally decided to pull it down, and I'm going to use it. And it's time to like start planning. Right. Well, you know what I do love too about the plum paper, which is new for me. And, you know, I, so I'll tell you, my sister bought me my first happy planner and she kind of like threw me into planner love. Um, and it was blue because I love blue. It was blue and it was the big one, but I found that I'm not a huge lover of big planners. I like this classic size is my, of, of happy planner, like whatever the A's, whatever people call it. Um, that is the size that I kind of am drawn to. But one thing I really thought was neat about the plum paper is that you can get it without the coil on it. And so you can maybe at that point in time, move it into one planner. Maybe you can combine Franken plan, your, your plum and your EC together. So, well, and I've, I've thought about that, that if I bought a plum paper planner for teaching, then I can uncoil my hat. I mean, my happy planner. I could uncoil. Which planner do I use, Caitlin? <laughs> yes. Um, I, I could uncoil. You use my, it all. You use it all. I know. I could uncoil my Erin Condren and just coil the plum paper right in with it, and then I have like the Erin Condren in the front and the plum paper in the right. back. Right. And one is for my yes. daily life, and one is for teaching. Right. And the covers, the covers fit both. So I could technically put my Erin Condren cover on a plum paper. I could put my plum paper covers on an Erin Condren. You know what I mean? Like I could, so I can still use, I can still use my cover collection, but um, yeah, I think that, that the, the only thing that I have always been jealous of Caitlin, not this, not the only thing like, well, Caitlin, there's one thing I've always been jealous. (laughs) That's that's all you get. The T we're getting the T today. This this is all you get, Caitlin. This is the one thing. No, no, this is. Okay. Give it to me. This is one thing that I have always kind of like envied is that you know what you like and you use what you like and, you know, you don't have this need to like willy nilly buy all the planners in the universe and like use one here and one there. And I do. And Megan, you know what that's like. It's like, I want to use all the brands. Like I want to figure out like how to show every brand a little bit of love Maybe it's and, just like the grass is always greener mentality too, but like yeah, people yes. love like people love Aaron Con they love Aaron Condren. And I was like, they what do. am I missing out on? What have I not what have I not had that I need to? Like who do I need to buy now? And so then that's how I feel about a lot of different I like I wanna see all the different things that people love, truly love, because yeah, I mean, even those people who love, you know, Aaron Condren and they might have been introduced to Happy Planner, had Happy Planner, like Happy Planner, but they're Erin Condren people. They don't switch, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. what people love about their planner. And that's what I think drew me into wanting to try. It's like there's a reason that, you know, they love with it. And one thing I love about it or love, like I know that Happy Planner, I think, just launched it. But I love that you could, you know customize your cover color and customize your name and like that was so special to Erin Condren I'm not sure Mm -hmm. how happy planners doing or how that's all worked with them yet but like that was such a special thing for them and then you know obviously plum paper is doing similar where you can customize the sections and so that's really you know I think that's really neat for people that they get an experience that's dedicated to them instead of like Mm -hmm. more generic and that you can pick up the same thing anywhere yeah 
Right. Yeah. That is one thing that I wish the Happy Planner had, like more cover options that you could just buy the covers. Like I have been begging them for years to give me like a pack of seasonal covers. I love buying like I my love it. seasonal covers, yeah. but I just wish they would give me some seasonal covers. Right. And I wish I had metal discs in more colors. Like I know I pretty much have every color because of the, you know, the rainbow planner that came out a few years ago. But but you do have to buy, like if you want a cover or you want the discs, mm-hmm. you have to buy the whole daggone planner. You do. You do. And, yeah. you know, a lot of times it's not. Or know, nine of them. Or nine of them. <laughs> That's what I felt like. And then one thing I felt like with, ha- which, okay, this goes back to like simplicity versus the happy planner, I think probably more than any other planner brand gives you more selection than I, than I can almost take. Like I get overwhelmed almost like I want to buy them all because I don't know which one I'm going to want the best to use. And so I buy them and then I'm like, well, how am I going to use this one? Or how do I use this one? And so sometimes I think a lot of people are drawn to more simplistic, like repetition because they get this groove going and they just want to continue that groove. Whereas me, I'm constantly changing my groove. My groove is all over the place. Exactly. I just updated my planner lineup and I, shameless plug, just put that video out today and I've only been in my other planners for like a month. Right. (laughs) Oh, you did update it. I did. Okay. Because I added in a big teacher planner. I took out that neutral dashboard. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. I remember when you bought that big teacher planner. Yes. Um, so I do remember for some of the things that you say, see, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember who our yeah. guest is this week, but I remember that you bought that teacher planner. So that's mm-hmm. right. Oh man. And I am loving it. Yes. So let me ask you, Megan, you're a, you're a realtor, right? I am. Yes. And what I'm assuming that you have like a whole planner, like devoted to that. Well, yes and no. So right now, um, and again, I'm still kind of figuring this out. I have a, my Cultivate What Matters goal planner, which by the way, I, I don't know if you've ever tried one of those, either of you, but I think it's about the most phenomenal thing ever. Do they so, have the power sheets? Like, Is that the power sheets that's one? That's the power sheets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sheets. I've heard Cindy talk about that one. They're literally, uh, they're just, it's just amazing. And it, cause it's not, it's not like your normal planner. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like literally dedicated to figuring out why you want what you want, what you're holding you back from the, like, it's just amazing. I just literally can't say enough positive things about it. So for anyone who wants, you should need to check them out. Um, and they're just outstanding, but I have that as my goal planner. And then from that kind of dictates, it kind of is driving what I do during the day or what I, what I say I'm going to do during the day. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes I plan for right. nothing because I just don't even follow it. But um, <laughs> no, it kind of drives what I do during the day. So then what I've been doing is from there with real estate being such an important part of my life. And for anyone who does is in the national area and wants to buy or sell or get into real estate, let me know. I'd love to help you. Um, but that kind of drives more like my appointments and just my daily to-do list of the things that I need to do. And I pretty much focus my planner life around, around that. But this year, obviously it's going to be really different because I'm, you know, I plan to homeschool. And so that's going to be a little bit different. So I did order a teacher planner to try to keep me on task um, because my schedule is so, you know, real estate, there's no set schedule. Your schedule is like all over the flipping place at any yeah. moment. And so doing the virtual school, and granted, my, you know, my son's a kindergartner. It's not like, it's not, you know, my other one's not, he's nothing. He's a 
still potty training learner. Um, but so, you know, for me, it was like having that more structured time, like where you have to be in front of the screen is it just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work for me um, because my schedule is so changing. So I am going to probably do a different curriculum at homeschool. And so I'm like, okay, I want a planner for that. And you know, how to juggle all those things together, but real estate is kind of the driving force for my daily schedule. And it's, it's what I love to do. I absolutely love it. So let me ask you about the cultivate what matters, um, because I have obviously seen that over and over and over again, um, you know, all over Instagram. Can can you have that be your only planner? Does it have like weekly sheets that you can no. like just plan? So it's so it is specifically a goal planner. It is. And basically it's like a workbook like you go through it. And it asks you a lot of like deep questions about yourself. And like, you have to like kind of journal out a lot of it and it has you do certain steps. And even when you're doing it, you're like, okay, you know, la, la, la. And then at the end, you're like, whoa, it blew my mind. And really? it'll like, okay. it like reveals a lot about you. It reveals a lot about you. And some things like, you know, I would say, I have a hard time telling other people like what to do because I'm trying to figure it all out on my own. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So I don't want to boss everyone else around and tell them how to live their lives. But what I love about it is that it really takes you in to a place in your mind. Like I said, that you may not even realize like you have a passion for, or that you really love. And as you start to write things down and kind of, it reveals a lot about you. And one thing I learned, cause you look for patterns after you kind of complete it, you go back and look for the patterns of what you wrote down and like how things work together. And one thing I learned from my cultivate is one of my favorite things to do is make people feel good about themselves. It's like my favorite thing to do. Like I want everyone to know they're loved and appreciated and it is my favorite thing to do. Oh, I love that. And so I didn't really realize that for all of the things that I do, but like in real estate and both the planner community and YouTube, like I get to, I hope, I hope that that's what I do. I hope that I get to share with people like I love them and appreciate them in whatever shape, size, form you are like, Jesus loves you. We're all in this together. Like, I hope that that's the message I send to people. But what I learned is that's what I really love to do. And that kind of helped reveal that for me. So once you kind of get your guidelines of how you want to, you know, whatever goals you want to set, whether it be I want to, you know, reach a certain number and subscriber count, whatever it might be that you're it's personal to you that you really love to do. Then you put that on your what they refer to as your tending sheet, which is kind of more your checklist. And and what they want you to do is break your goals down into like really small actions. So, you know, a common one is like fitness goals. I want to go be a fitness instructor. Or I want to go work harder on my fitness goals or whatever it might be. And obviously like everyone says that I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, how are you going to lose 10 pounds? Well, you know, I'm going to eat right. Well, what are you going to eat? And so it like breaks it down into like little, wow. like, I'm okay. going to drink eight cups of water a day and I'm going to eat less than 2000 cat, whatever it might be. I'm going to exercise three times a week for 30 minutes. And like, you have to break it down into small precise goals if it's too broad it's never going to happen and you're never because you, there's no way to get to an achievable there's no way to achieve that goal so it kind of helps you learn like how to actually set the goals properly to make them work for you okay so I need to get one like you absolutely need to get one there's a right. link in my video so you go to my video okay there's um, my shameless plug <laughs> yes yes and you know I've seen so many other people use them and I actually have a couple of their products that were sent to me, not by them, but I picked somebody, somebody gave them to me like as a gift. 
And, um, but none of them are planners. They're just like stickers and stuff like by the same company, cultivate right. what matters. Right. And when I look at the sticker book that I have, I'm like, okay, this is obviously a goal sticker book. And right. I don't really have a place in my planner where I'm keeping up with like goals. Um, I mean like my, my goal in my, my mind for the month of August and you know, we're recording this on August 1st and this episode will come out, I believe on August 3rd. Um, you know, we're right here at the beginning of the month and I'm seeing this month as like a brand new opportunity because I mean, it hasn't been a bad summer, but it's been a very different summer than I expected it to be. And right. I haven't really been able to ground myself and make a routine and figure out like, like what I really want out of my life. And I'm making a lot of decisions right now for my future. And one of the things that I want to do is I want to be better at meal planning because there's a lot of weeks now where I'm planning meals just for me. Right. And, and Caitlin will tell you that I've spent a lot of money on Postmates because like I'm here by myself. Yes, she has. And there's no reason, there's no reason for me to like, okay, I'm going to go in the kitchen. I'm going to make this huge meal Totally get it. Totally because I'm by it. myself. So I'm just like, okay, what do I feel like having for dinner tonight? And then I'm ordering something on Postmates and it's not always healthy choices. So yesterday I started thinking about like, okay, what do you even know how to cook without having to like bust open a, a, a cookbook or whatever, like things that you just know how to make that are easy for you to make that you can make for yourself in small portions. And, you know, I'm going to try to start in my planner, like writing down ahead of the week, like at the beginning of the week, like what I want to have for dinner right. every night, even though right. it's not for like, I'm not doing this for like a family. It's just for me because I mean, my daughter will eat anything that I make, but my son eats nothing but Nutella sandwiches. That's so pretty much my life too. <laughs> Uncrustables because that's what we live on is like oh uncrustables. Well, my daughter loves those, but my son is my son. If he saw if anything has peanut butter near it, he is like a it's a no go. Right, um, he's got to he, have to tell. Yes, he will not eat peanut butter and he will not eat cheese. Oh, that's interesting. So, cheese, I would think, would be like a well, big fan for. Little well, kids. he likes things that are flavored with cheese. Oh, like Cheetos. Okay. Like he likes Cheetos, he likes Cheez Its, he likes nacho cheese, Doritos, like basically anything that is processed. Got if it. I were to give him just like a a piece of cheese, he not would not eat it. Him. And I know that I know that a lot of his eating issues are sensory. Got it. Um, he likes to crunch things. He doesn't really like to eat things that are mushy. Right. Um, right. But he does. He will eat a sandwich with Nutella on it. And I have figured out that I can take chocolate protein powder and mix it with the Nutella and Let's the protein extra boost. Yes. And the protein powder will dissolve in the Nutella and then I can spread the Nutella on the bread and he's getting like 25 grams of protein and he doesn't even realize it. That's great. That's great. So, you know, like smart I'm, I'm figuring out ways to feed him so that he won't die. Because like we said, at the end of the day, like, are they still alive? Okay, we won. Right. Um, right. So, you know, but I, I want to meal plan more. And I know that, that sounds like there's so many people that are you know, so good at that. They're that so good at that. It doesn't is, sound hard, but it, it is. It's hard. It's hard. And I'll tell you what we do. This is, and that's something when I have meal planned in the past, it, it's like a seamless flow. I know what I'm buying when I go to the store. I know what to make. And see, a lot of times it's even more thought like goes into it that, 
you know, maybe you buy a bag of onions because you need three onions for the week. And if you, you save money by doing that because you know the amount that you need to buy instead of where we are like, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? Well, what do we have? Oh, we don't have anything. Let's go through the drive through And that's a lot of mm-hmm. times the cycle. If we don't plan it out, we will not eat good. We will not cook because when we don't know what to make, then we're both like, we just look at each other like, oh, no, I, don't, I wouldn't argue about it. Like Chick-fil-A it is. And so, yeah. you know, you just make these decisions. Whereas if you just take the time and these little tiny steps can be done every single day to make sure you're successful in your goal. It's, I mean, I think that's great. I, I have, that's something that we've started to try to incorporate back into our life again. Um, what was really hard is during the very start of the pandemic, I was trying to meal plan, but everything was out that I needed. And so mm-hmm. we yes. ate out like every single, we yeah. ate out a lot. Cause it was the only thing I knew. I didn't know what just to do. I was like, well, chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A will be there. They will not be <laughs> <Yes>. there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very Ooh. true. And one of the things that I am figuring out, and I know that Caitlin keeps telling me that I am coming back to Instagram and that, you know, my comeback needs to happen soon. It's August 1st. Yes. I I know. But when I started my Instagram journey, I made a promise to myself that Instagram would not get in the way of the functional aspect of planning for me. Right. Right. And one of the things that has kept me from being in my planner, at least for this last week of July and the first like couple days of August, which I think are kind of all clumped together in one week in our planners, um, right? is I don't need so many stickers right now. I need to be writing down like I need to have a space every day where I write down what I'm eating and then, you know. Then at the bottom of the page needs to be my grocery list every week. Like I need to, I need to take back my planner and make right. it functional for me. Well, and you know, I think yes. that's a great place to start. And what a lot of times I feel like is super great about it. When you, if you have more of like a general way to plan out your week and you know, um, a, I love color coding stickers. I think it's a really great way to incorporate stickers, but that really clears things up for you. So setting out each task as a color and then looking at your planner and seeing what you need to do per task each day. Um, I think it colors your planner up, but it also keeps you, it's completely on point. It's not decorative. It's just functional. Yeah. But another way to do it is to write down everything that you need to do and really get in that groove and then add a few stickers after you're done, you know? And, and, that, right. and that's how Julia's plans does it. She right? that's writes so many things. Have, and then I think yeah. she has just a few. And that's what I'm going to have to do is like, I want to come back to Instagram, but I want for Instagram to accept me back with a different planning style. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah. The, the, and just, really what I have found is they just want to see you and what you do. Because exactly. we're lear- we learn. I, I didn't know. Again, I didn't know I was going to like Erin Condren until I tried it. But I learned from, I think I watched Julie's plans and I think it was Jen Jen's plan. But anyways, I, I watched one of them and I was like, maybe I want to try this. Maybe this is what I need. And mm-hmm. I, I'm learning from everyone and what they do and what works and like how to go about, you know, my day to day. It's just, it's so, it's such an important role to see how everyone uses their things. And also I think what's really helpful for people is, I know this sounds silly, but it's like knowing the struggle of like not knowing what to do too, because that's how a lot of people feel. And so knowing yeah. you're not alone and like 
you know, no one's got it all figured out. We don't just have like our perfect planner set up and that everything's, you know, like they need to know it's okay to, to have it not figured out yet too. Well, I just don't want for my planner to just be a showpiece anymore. Like my spreads, I know that I can take the sticker books and my, and my blank planner spread and I can make something pretty and I can photograph it for Instagram and people will like it. But mm-hmm. that is not helping me in my life. Right. right. And what I, the reason why I picked up my planner for the first time a couple years ago was because I was trying to get my life together. So what I, I like the idea of planning first and then put the stickers down later and then take a picture of it all at the end of the week when it's done. Right. And people totally. love to see, they love to see what you, what you do. You know, they yes. love to see that you're, um, that you actually have real plans to put your plans. Like a lot of people just do the pretty stickers. A lot yep. of people don't show that they actually do stuff with their planner. Exactly. You know? I get that comment a lot that people yeah. love that at the end of my video, I do that little sped up section where I'm like, all right, I got to write some stuff in now. Be right back. And a lot of right. people are like, wow, you actually like write in your planner. Right. It's really <laughs> important to some people. And I, for me, I always feel like, you know, I don't want to like sit there and like take 45 minutes to write out because I'm like, that's a boring video. But mm-hmm. th- they do. They need to know that you're actually using it for the purpose in which it's intended. <laughs> exactly. Go, go yeah. figure. You know, mm-hmm. that that's what you're using it for. And for me, I've always found like, and going back to what I said earlier, like technology, I'm such a squirrel when it comes to like keeping things on my phone or trying to navigate through my schedule on my phone. And God did give me a pretty good memory. So for many, many years, my memory dictated like where I needed to be when I needed to be there or mm-hmm. what I needed to do. And well, you know, you get pregnant. That doesn't work anymore. And, um, <laughs> so true. Oh, that is yeah. so true. It's yeah. like, once you have one child, there's too much to remember. There's too much. And it's just, and then your mind, you're just like, you're like mush. You're like, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brain is like mush. And so for me, like the simple element of keeping track of it, even if it's not pretty, even if it's just a pen and your chicken scratch scribble or however, like it is so valuable to see also what all you've accomplished, like a round of applause for yourself. When you look back and see what you've done in a day and you're like, mm-hmm. for me, cause I've done it all. And you know, and I'm still here. And so I really feel like that's important too, because I think right now, especially I have never seen people, not only are people high, like stressed and high tent, but I've seen people be hard on themselves, like really, really hard on themselves about everything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you always say you're like, you're your own worst critic or whatever, but like they are, they're, they're hating on themselves. Like what do I do with my kids and what do I do with work? And I'm not doing good enough. My house is messy and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, it would be really helpful if you just realize, realize all that you do and like, you know, no one can be you, but you, and you just need to really be proud of your accomplishments. And so taking the time to write it in there and just look back and see what you've done. Uh, I bet you'll like give yourself a gold star for, you know, accomplishing the day, get those adult stickers out and say, good job. (laughs) And I feel like when I look at my planner right now, that the month of July, I did plan with stickers on all of those weeks. And, you know, the completest in me wants to go back and like fill out what I did every day in the month of July so that I at least have that written down in the planner. But I almost at this point want to leave the pages blank just with the stickers on it 
so that when I do go back and look at this planner, I can remember kind of kind of how I was feeling that month. Mm-hmm. Right. That, yeah. Well, and sometimes that is the month. Like sometimes that is just like what you like, you know, maybe the plans didn't work out like they that you thought. Maybe you, or didn't, you just really didn't know. write anything down. Like, right. right. <laughs> I that's just, what I, that's what I, like I said, I, you know, I started the whole pandemic. I, I was like, I just don't even know what to put. Like, I didn't even know how my day was going to turn out from day to day. Cause it felt like every day was just a big, huge question mark. And so I didn't have a planner really that I was using as much because everything was different. Like all my appointments canceled. I didn't have anything um, specifically scheduled. I was trying to figure out like what the routine was. I didn't know how to properly serve my people because I was like, I don't really know what to give right now. Like this is such a weird time. And I feel like now, even though we're still in the midst of everything going on, I feel like now we're at the point where we can kind of have a new normal and we can kind of make more routines and things are back to a little bit more of your day-to-day. You know, you can go in stores again. You do have to be more cautious still, but like there's things that you can just you can actually start again. So, you know, now's mm-hmm. a great time. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to leave my July pages blank because I need to remember that my life was not, my life was not planned in the month of July. My, right. my life was very much like I'm, you know, the weeks that I had the kids, I didn't have, I didn't make plans. We just did whatever we wanted to do. The weeks mm-hmm. that I was here at the house by myself, I made plans at the spur of the moment. If I went anywhere or saw anybody or did anything, it was like I put those plans together, you know, two hours before executing them. So it's like right. there was nothing really that I could plan. But August is going to be very different. And I'm going to because I sat down with my planner last night and I was looking at it and I was like, OK, from now on, this planner is for me. This planner right. is not for Instagram. This planner is not for YouTube. This planner right. is not for the podcast. It is just for me. And I will write down what I need to write down in here and go from there. I'm, you know, it's like, I, it feels weird to not be putting up before the pen spreads, but I think that what I'm going to start doing is putting my after the pen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and People will love it. They will it's love just, it just flip the script a little bit and say, okay, so I used to just put down my stickers and then write my plans on top of them. But now if I have a week where all I managed to get in my planner is my plans and there's no stickers in there, then that was how the week was. Right. Right. And And be proud of that. You know, people love to see that. Like I said, I think, I think that's probably one of the number one things missing from the planner communities. Everyone shows you the pretty, but they don't show you the real you know, right. so like it's time to get down to the nitty gritty. Right. Like right. it's not always going to look beautiful, but it has to work for my life. And I think that that that's especially um, a lot of the people that listen to our show. And Caitlin, don't you think that this is true? We have so many people that listen to our show that have planner Instagrams. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I want for them to know, like, it's OK if what you're putting on Instagram is is hindering you from keeping your life together because you're so concerned about the gram. Right. Mm -hmm. And I made a promise to myself when I started my Instagram two years ago, that if it ever got to the point where I was just putting down stickers so that I could take pictures of the planner for the Instagram, that I would stop doing it because that's not why I bought my planner. And so, you know, I just want for our listeners to know that 
we are not going to stop following you if you change the way you plan, but really right. take a good look at your life and figure out like, are these things that I'm putting on Instagram actually helping me plan my life? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And that is kind of where I am. And I've, it's taken me several months to like kind of figure out what I, where I was or where I was with my planner or where I was with Instagram and anything. And I'm just kind of like, I will have to leave Instagram behind if it's not, if, if it's hindering me in any way. Right. Mm -hmm. So from now on, I'm going to take pictures of what I have of here's what I yeah. actually have in my planner. It may not be the most beautiful, full of stickers kind of spread, but this is what my life is right now. And I have to have a place to keep my life together. And, you know, I noticed that being so married to the gram was not helping me. Well, you right. can be on the gram, but like, I'm looking at plan with Lakin. I'm looking at her Instagram right now. And like every other spread here is like just pen and then maybe some like bullet point stickers. And I think that people love that. I mean, obviously they do because she's got a big following behind her and she's doing really cool things. So I think sharing where you're at in your planner and yeah. decorate when you want to. And I mean, again, I, I think Megan, you're right. I think that people connect to your Instagram because of you, not because of like, how well you can edit a photo or how many stickers you put right. on a page. And let me just yeah. say my penmanship, like I admire those women who write really pretty because mine looks like my three-year-old did it. And I'm <laughs> proud of that. I am so proud because that's just who I am. Like I yep. can't change that. I'm not, if you don't like it, I'm so sorry, but I, I wish I could be better, but I, I'm just not. So yep. like, we have to be at our core. What's going to drive our needle forward. And at any exactly. point in time, like, you know, we might need to reevaluate what that looks like. And, but people love, and I'll say they connect to what's real. And that's something that in the internet, like we can be 15 shades of fake and we can post what we want to post and what looks pretty. But at the end of the day, like they want to know you're a real person and they want to connect to you as an individual. Exactly. Yeah. And there are so many people that I don't connect with. Like I see people all the time, like they'll delete every single picture off of their Instagram and then they'll like recurate it with these like gorgeous photos right, of like no. their planner and they're like gorgeous and pretty and they always have something to do. And like, they are just trying to get followers or trying to get onto the happy planner squad. And it is obvious, like, I don't mean to be negative, but it's obvious that you're thirsty for something. Right. Oh, I feel <laughs> and, that way. And I, I just do. don't connect to that. I just right. do not connect to that. And, and one thing actually about the Happy Planner Squad, because obviously I applied, I don't know if it's once or twice, but I did not apply this year. Me either. So that we're going to. I have felt like for me, and I'm not knocking the Happy Planner Squad or any of the squad members, like not at all. I don't want right. that to be perceived, mm -hmm. but I felt like to me, it felt so much different because I felt like you couldn't totally, I mean, I know you don't control what you do, but I felt like you couldn't totally be you. Whereas I love to see like people try to make everything so pretty and almost to the point where you're like, that is not real. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's beautiful. Put it in a frame, but I can't like, I can't write on that. That's not going to be a schedule that I follow or anything like that. And so for me, I felt like it was just, it was just too much of like taking away the joy for what it's intended to be. And well, it's too curated, right? It's like, too it's curated. too curated. Yeah. yeah. And I feel yeah. like, I mean, the thing about the squad for me that I had to come to realize um, is that I, <laughs> I'm like a solo agent. Like, I want to be able to accept a brand deal if somebody comes to me and says, hey, you want to work with us? Let's work together. 
I have this planner I want to send you. I'll pay you this much to try it out. Like, I right. want to be able to say yes to those opportunities. And I want to be I able to. I felt that too. Like, you yeah, felt, I, like, it was, like, too much of, like, like, literally, you were, like, married to, like, don't, like, I know that they don't specifically put rules on you, but it felt very No, different. they did this year. You can't use any other products this year. It was in the it application. Really? It was written on there. Yep. Oh, I didn't even look. But, see, mm-hmm. that would not work for me at all. I would not no. be okay with that. And I don't think that's healthy for the community either because I feel like you, you know, people need to see why Happy Planner's great. But I would, that would just never, it just wouldn't work. And that's part of, the, I think, the transition from, um, you know, the previous ownership to the current ownership, like we're going to start to see a lot more of like that commercial type. uh, I don't know. I want to say plan, but the commercial type outline for how the company is moving forward. I feel like it's going to be a lot more like that. But I mean, like there's a big, like Aaron Condren's a big company and they don't care whose stickers they put in your planner. (laughs) You You can, and you can sell their products. And they don't care who sticks so down in there. I love about the distinction, and I didn't actually ever really like the squad for just this purpose because even then, you're on the squad. I feel like you're given, you know, you're given the products, which okay, great, that's great, but you're not really given compensation for your time. Well, this and, year they all have affiliate links, so they did which change is that different, this year, right? Mm-hmm. Which is new. But I feel like an affiliate is someone who obviously is promoting, you know, the brand, but it doesn't have to be exclusive. And that's what I love about all, like all my other affiliates, they encourage me to promote other things as well, because it helps their brand also get a different audience. Exactly. So like if you have an Erin Condren planner or you have Erin Condren planner and you're using Happy Planner stickers, like it's exposing multi-audiences. So sometimes when you're too like straightforward, then, you know, people that like Aaron Condren, like they like to see diversity, I feel like too. So mm-hmm. um, no planner left behind. Like we got to well, and, and the, there's the whole thing about like influencers being actually compensated. Like, you don't, you make pennies off of an affiliate link. Like if right. the happy it's planner sent me a box of their product and wanted me to make a video on it, there would be a flat fee for that. Right. Absolutely. And I think more influencers need to start demanding that. Like, I think that if more people start doing that, even in like micro influencers, like uh, in the 1000, 2000, 5000 range, like you need to start demanding payment because you're doing a lot of work <laughs> for and just think, either product or affiliate I think link. A lot of people don't realize, especially like general public, I know they wouldn't, but like they don't realize how much work really truly goes into, you know, what how much time it takes to put a video forward for someone. And like, yeah, they're like, Oh, we got paid to do it. It's like, yeah, but you know, my time is worth something. Like I shouldn't just be giving it away to everyone for, for free. Like I have to feed my kids too. Like we're worth something, you know? So really, you know, truly understanding, like knowing your worth and understanding that like you do deserve compensation for what that looks like for what everything that you're doing and and so for me like I said that I just I don't know maybe the happy planner will roll out affiliate links for um all of their like affiliates and maybe they won't just keep it squad members only I don't know because Mm -hmm. I think I feel like as a bigger brand I feel like they're going to also recognize that they're losing a lot of opportunity probably by not offering affiliate links right like Um, I would like to know how much product of theirs I have sold over the years oh I I know I sold a lot (laughs) like I just know I have (laughs) Um, and I don't mean that like in a coffee way no right I just you know like I know that I'm part of but also I know that on the flip side of that like and I don't mean 
my influence like guides it. But I mean, I know that when I try new things, like people generally like they like what I have, they'll yeah. want to try it too. Well, they follow if you I, for a reason. Right. If I don't have the new Happy Planner products or I don't promote them, like, is that hindering some people who may not buy it? I don't know. I don't know that that's yeah. it is or it's not. But, you know, I'm curious how many people, you know, how much more it could grow with just a mm-hmm. simple, um, you know, affiliate link just to, like you said, keep track of it. So. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come in now and be super professional with um, a very, very choppy transition. <laughs> yes. Um, you guys, it is Caitlin, currently paid. How are you enjoying time. your subscription to the Yay Day Paper Company? I love it. Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account, and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know, and right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYA15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. Yes, currently page. And we're in August, so it's time to do a new currently page. That's right. It is time for Caitlin and myself to make a new currently page, which I have not done yet. But we are assuming that Megan is ready because she's seen <laughs> the notes and she is ready for what we're going to ask her. So do you feel ready? Do you, do, do we'll you give feel it like, a go. We'll give it a go. We're going to ask you. We're going to ask you these things and hopefully you'll have an answer for them. So, okay. Caitlin, take it away. All right. I think I'm just going to go down in order again because that's what we're doing. Um, so, so Megan, what are you reading right now? Okay. So I'm reading a really great book that just came out. It's called raising up dreamers and it's about navigating how basically how to raise your children to be who they're intended to be for themselves, not, you know, who oh. everyone else. Oh. There. So it's a really great book. I highly recommend it. Wow. You know, I have to say, I admire people that read parenting books. I don't read them very often. Well, my mom did. My mom read parenting books, like, when I was growing up. Like, I've I've seen her bookshelf, because she's still got them all. And, you know, all of all of those books from the 80s, like Dr. Spock <laughs> or whoever, you know what I yes. mean? Like, she, uh-huh. she had all that stuff. And sometimes I'll ask her, I'll be like, so you read all these books. Like, do you think it made any difference? And she's like, no, mm -mm, no, you were your own person. And there was nothing that I could, there was, you did not come with an owner's manual of anything. That's what I love about this, because it is more just like how to, how to let your kids be who they're intended. Like God has a plan for them. Let them Mm -hmm. pursue their plan. It's not our plan. It's not. 
you know, it's not our life. We're not living our children's lives. Like we are there to help them be the best versions of themselves. And whether that is that they're, you know, they grow up to be a rocket scientist or a, you know, fireman or like all the things that the kids want to be when they're little, like we need to recognize their skills and help them turn that into their future, knowing what they're good at and what they're passionate about. And that's what I love about this book. So it's not like, oh, for 30 seconds, have your children sit in this. No, it's not like that. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, I love that because we do kind of forget. I think it's easy. um, And I I don't want to say that this was like an 80s slash 90s way to look at things. But I, I do feel like that my mom has taken a lot of responsibility for like, and I guess she should take responsibility for who I am today, but I developed my own personality despite her, you know, like despite anything. And, you know, there was nothing that she could do. Like I came here who I am. And I think that it's important for us to remember that about our children, that they come to us and they are with us temporarily for us to guide them. Mm-hmm. And then whoever they happen to be, we need to just like help them blossom into whoever it is that they're supposed to be right. so that they'll feel good about being that person. Right. I totally. think a lot of times too, as parents, I know it's hard. Like, I think you're always going to have regrets as a parent of decisions that you make and things that you do. But I feel like, you know, a couple things. One, I feel like that we need to recognize, like you said, they are who they're going to be. And, but also try to even more identify you know, what those are and, and how they can use those skills to be the best version of themselves. But I think another thing is like, I'm not terribly affected by it. Maybe I I could be, I'm probably just my personality type. I kind of like, I'm a really positive person. (laughs) So I kind of just like shrug off a lot of like nonsense or, but you know, the mom shaming and the things that like make parents question their decisions, like, uh uh-uh, nope. Like we all have to do what's best and try yep. our best. And that's exactly. all we can do. Like and if your you're kids best. Right and they eat their broccoli, great. If I'm shoving mine down my kid's throat, like that's just what I have to do. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, well, and on know, this topic, I feel like this is one of my strengths as a parent. Like I am kind of a parent that stands back and allows my kids to have those experiences and kind of explore. Like I remember there was a couple of times when I would have um, Harrison and Delilah at the park and Harrison would fall down and, you know, he would get back up and parents would be looking at me like, why are you not going over there? Or he would get frustrated, like trying to climb on something. But I feel like you have to let them like explore their world. Right. Or and like kind of develop who they are as people rather than kind of keeping them in a bubble. That's just, that's, that, that's how I am as a parent. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, they have to, I mean, if we do everything mm-hmm. for them, well, shoot, yep. we're going to do everything for them. So yes. like, I do not want 30 year old ch- children living with me. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> no. I don't, well, you know, we, we can't, we can't, it's really, it is a shame that we would even look at another parent on a playground and think you're not doing something right. Yeah. It well, is. parent shaming is so real. It yeah, I know. Real. Oh, I know. And it. I think what it is, it, I, I personally, I think what it is, is more like your own, you're being self-conscious about yourself that you find other people to make yourself feel like you're doing a good job. That's what mm-hmm. I honestly feel yeah. like it is. Okay. Like, yeah. You feel like a I can pat see on that. the back. Like I didn't let my kid come with dirty shirt and good for me. Like not even an intentional way of doing it. Just more mm-hmm. like your subconscious, like you want to feel like you're doing a good job. And I think that's where a lot of times it stems from. But 
I think it's very harmful to each other. I think it's really harmful to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. why you gotta care? Like, you do you, and that's all you need to worry about because, like, you know, we're all doing the best we can, and that's how I feel like we need to encourage others to to feel as well. Like, it's because a mom does this differently doesn't mean that's wrong. It's just the way that they have to do it, and you know, their children are going to go be members of society. They're going to contribute in different ways. And gosh darn it, if we were all the same, we would get very little done. Mm, Exactly. (laughs) And I feel like Leanne and I are really good about this. Like we have had parenting conversations all the time and like, we don't parent the same. I feel like there are some similarities, but we don't parent the same. I was we, just thinking this. like, But as, we can talk about yes. stuff and we're like, okay, you do it that way. I do it this way. It's yes. fine. You're it's fine. fine. Right. It's because great. The last, the last thing that I'm ever going to do, because first of all, there is very few people on this planet that I respect as a parent as much as Caitlin. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Thank and, you. you know, no, I don't make the same choices as you. I don't do the same things as you. But we have different children. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, and that's a key distinction. Not only are we different as individuals, but our kids are different as individuals. Yeah, so. right. And, you know, there have been times when I know, especially recently, like, Caitlin, you have been given some flack for the kind of food that you want to feed your kids. Yep. And, you know, and listening to you talk about this, I'm just like... I don't really see how that helps anyone. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you to say the feed them this or feed them that. Like they're they're getting fed. Like right. right. That is what is the most important part is that you know we know what our kids will eat. And Caitlin, if you have got yours trained to eat salad, then that's that is bomb.com. Like that's yeah, awesome we all had green me. juice yesterday. I made green juice yesterday for everybody and everybody, including Harrison, drank it. Right. Yeah. Okay. And see mine, mine would run so fast from green juice, you know, it would but, be but I mean, like, you know, I, but, but like the food that is within arm's reach of my children when they're at my house right now, mm-hmm. apples and bananas. Right. <laughs> that makes and, you want to sing yeah. that song, that rap. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too. That they're not bananas. they're not necessarily like organic apples and bananas, but they but there's fruit available to them. And if right. they are mm-hmm. hungry in the middle of the day, I can say, "Well, go get an apple." And they're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to think about that." And then they right. go and get right. because really they're bored. They're not actually hungry. Yes. Right. So, oh my God, they are so bored right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what you know. I will what I will say that one of my very first experiences with like people trying to tell me what was best was um, when I was pregnant, and I told everyone that I wanted to have a like natural childbirth with no like medications or anything yes, like that. Yes, girl. And I a lot of people were like, oh, just wait. And I was like, that was the first. That was the first. Parent. Yeah. Like, why I, would I you say, say that? Shaming. I don't want to say like parent shaming, but it was like. Like, just try, like, good for you. Wish you luck. Like, just try that instead. But it was like, just wait until you have. And, you know, like, it was not a problem. I did it. And so, for me, it was just, like, one of those things where, like, stay in your own lane. It might not have worked for you. But that's okay. Like, if you want to go have an epidural, that's great. Like, you do you. Mm -hmm. But don't discourage someone for what their choices are. Exactly. Right. But like you said, I I really do feel like that there are people that will say things like just wait because yeah. maybe like, they maybe they had that plan for themselves. Right. And mm-hmm. then they couldn't for whatever reason execute it that way because I mean, people always laugh when you're like, "Well, here's my birth plan." People are like, "Oh, right. wait till you get there. It's <laughs> right. the birth plan's going to go." Well, you know, right. We're going to follow it as closely as we possibly can. And if it goes out the window, then it goes out the window. But I'm Mm -hmm. still entitled to try. 
Right. Exactly. Right. You and know? that was like, so, and it was, but see, it was like, even beyond for me, it was like, this was very important. And so mm-hmm. I had a dedication. Like I, that was something I really wanted. It was a goal of mine. And so I did it for other people. It may not be that important and it may not be, you know, something that they really, really care about. And so for right. that, well, and people don't... don't know the reason why, like right. I had an epidural with Delilah, my first one, and it totally like screwed up my back. My lower back is completely screwed up from that. And so with Harrison, I was like, I'm not doing that again. Like I'm not going to be oh in a wheelchair. Truly. Truly. So, I, yeah. I was like, I was more scared of them touching me and like mm-hmm. contorting me and making me do what they want them to than just doing yeah. it on my own. That's exactly. how I felt. I was like, that's way less scary. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause you just like stand over there and watch while this right. happens. That's if I need I you, I'll let you know. <laughs> I did. I mean, and truly like your body knows what to do. Like it's I'm, true. people have been doing this for a long time. Like we don't need yeah. to yep. worry about it. And so, if something happens and I need some kind of intervention, be there for me right. to, to give me what I need. But don't tell me what to do. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get really like they feel scared and fear such a driver that that's where they come up with like the decision. But for me, it was I felt more fear of them intervening. That's what yes. I felt. Same. So, like, oh, your labor is not is not moving fast enough. Have some pitocin and all this right. other kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. That, you know, I, well, and I mean, you know, I didn't I didn't labor with either one of mine. I had two C-sections. But, you know, that was not my plan. My plan Mm -hmm. was not to get a horrible, like, life-changing rash with my first child. (laughs) That the only way that we could get the rash to go away was to deliver the baby. baby Yes, they had to take the baby out. I mean, I was covered in this rash. I couldn't sleep for weeks. It was awful. I carried her. That's a weird pregnancy condition, right? Like, I've heard that from Mm -hmm. a couple people. It's so hard. I carried him as long as I possibly could. And then they took him out. Right. Yeah. My my doctor was like, I am not going to, you know, suggest a C-section to you for any other reason than that labor is going to be extremely uncomfortable for you with this rash. Like you are right. not, you are going, you're going to be miserable trying to deliver this baby and, you know, he was, he was looking, he was measuring big. They didn't know, you know, if he was going to be able to come out the birth canal anyway, like there was all of these reasons. And, you know, there have been people, there are people that shame you for having a C-section. Right. Yeah. And I'm just I like, I was born to see, my mom had a C-section with me. Well, I just, I don't understand. Like birth is birth and all birth right. is beautiful. And the breastfeeding thing after, oh, oh Lord. Well, <laughs> here's what I'll say. say. I yeah. would never shame a mom for having a C-section. I honestly just felt bad that they had to go through so much more pain. Cause I know C-sections are rough, man. They're like right. not easy. And so then like, like, that's what I feel more like. Good. You're like the better mom. Cause you went through all that. <laughs> exactly. Well, and my, you know, they say that like your lady parts like bounce back and everything, but my, my scar will be there for the rest of my life. Right. Oh, I think, and it's painful. Like people and, say, like if it touch it and you get like hurt, like it's, you know, it's like a surgery. They like yeah. detach parts of your body to get the, whew, no. Ugh, that's well, rough. but I just, you know, my, like my friend, my, one of my good friends, Tara, she had a V-back. So she did a C-section with her first. And then she was like, no, it's so important to me that I have, you know, a vaginal delivery with my second one. And when I was having my second one, it just wasn't that important to me. I had already had one C-section. I knew what to expect. Right. 
So, you know, I just, I, I just decided to have a C-section with, with my second one too. We as moms should be able to make our own choices about what we feed our kids, about breastfeeding our kids, about all the things. And, you know, I love, I love that you're reading um, a parenting book because I, I do, I do admire women who buy those and read them and or listen to them or whatever, in whatever way you consume that stuff, because I have very much let my children kind of take the lead. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there have been very few times that I have like been conscious enough to think, well, I'm going to buy this parenting book. So I like that. So um, next up, what are you planning? What are you planning right now? What's coming up in the future? So right now I'm doing a lot of planning on the homeschool scenario. Um, I want to be successful. Well, and for those who don't know, I was a product of homeschool K through 12. And so I probably I don't know if that makes me better equipped or but I, I have a little bit more insight I think on how to do it and what to do right um so I'm kind of just planning that and then of course you know getting that new workflow real estate super important in my day and so I'm planning a lot about how to make myself as successful as I can be in that going forward well yeah I think there's so many people right Caitlin that are that are embarking on the homeschool planning there are a lot of people that are embarking on homeschool planning and or distance learning, which almost feels like homeschooling, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. Right. So, so will you be able to give tips on your YouTube channel about how homeschool? I am going hoping I am hoping I'm using an online curriculum and I'm hoping that that will help keep kind of both of us on point a little bit more. Um, and, and like I said, it's kindergarten. So, you know, it's going to be very basic elements of which really probably the most important but basic elements of learning are you know are what we're going to be focused on but I'm really excited I think that it'll be you know it'll be good if I can keep him he listens way better for other people than me though so we're going to see how that works out but um but yeah so hopefully it'll be good and then you know the three-year-old may just you know kind of like absorb some of it too so hopefully that will go yeah hopefully that will go well all right, Caitlin, what do you have? All right, what are you, I think it's watching. Yeah, you got right. it. Yes. All right, what are you okay. watching? Um, there's this new show that's, I think it's called United We Fall. Hilarious. If you ever get a chance to watch it, um, it's like got three episodes right now. So it's like very week to week as far as like what you're watching. But it is about, it's like parenting and it's hilarious. So I highly recommend that. And then me and the hubby are watching, binge watching Nashville on Hulu. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So United We Fall and Nashville. Okay. Yeah. So I Both have are good. Now, Very different. Nashville is one that has been on my list for a while to watch, but where do you watch United We Fall? So it's actively like just on, I think it's on oh, NBC or NBC. Or we're something. so weird. We're like, wait, it's like on TV. Yeah, they just, they <laughs> oh. just, so it's only like three episodes deep. But it is really funny. And okay. even if you just watch the three episodes, it'll be worth your time. It's very real. And it just, to me, encompasses being a parent in today. So it's oh, very funny. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Highly recommend. So, so what are you eating right now? Like, not this moment, obviously, but, like, what are you eating in your life? Is there, like, a snack that you're really loving? Or is there, like, one particular food that you've I... been more drawn to lately? I could pretty much say that if I didn't know I wasn't Mexican, I would think I was from how much Mexican food I could consume at any given moment of yeah. <laughs> any day. So mm-hmm. tacos for life. That's pretty much Yes, me. I love a taco. I know. Yeah. I just could. I just could. I just can't. Any type of taco, pretty much. 
great. What are you What are you eating, Caitlin? What am I eating right now? Oh dang! Well, last night I made breakfast for dinner, so that was. Oh, pretty I good. love having Brenner. That's one of my Me favorites. Too. It was pretty good. Yeah. So my kids, so we have like this rotation schedule, and so if they are good for like three days in a row, they get to stay up late, like till eleven, not super late, but they get to stay up later than bedtime. And so on their night where they get to stay up, they get to pick dinner, and that was Delilah's pick. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cute. That, that is that. cute. I, would yeah, I mean, it, it was like my last, my like grasping at straws thing to like get them to listen. I needed like some kind of carrot during quarantine because well, I was losing my ever loving mind. Well, my <laughs> son, my six year old watches, he consumes a lot of YouTube and, mm-hmm. um, and he wants to start his own YouTube channel too, but so we'll see. We'll see if I can be that parent. I'm probably not going to be that coordinated yet, but that really oh, that's fun. But um, he said there's apparently some kind of challenge going around the internet in the kid YouTube world about like a, a 24 hour period where parents can't say no to anything oh, children want. Oh, that's it's like some nice. YouTube channel, and I was like, that's it. He said, so we're going to do that one day, okay, mommy? And I'm like, no. no. Mm-mm. I'm gonna go ahead and say no to that. <laughs> yeah, that's, right? that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yep. Mm-mm. Sorry. I just really because there's some things that come out of his mouth that I'm like, how could he even pull that? I don't even know how to do that. Like, right. where do we even? How do we even go about that? Like, I don't know. And so we'll see. But yeah. I mean, so. there are days where I tell myself, okay, you're gonna say yes more. And if they want to, like, hey, mommy, will you play Battleship with me? Yes, I'll play Battleship with you. But like, there, no, that, mm. no, kids, kids do not get to make all the rules. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but apparently YouTube says otherwise. So just watch oh. your children tell you about this. Or you should probably ask them about it. And it'll be I'm curious because it's apparently a thing that's going around right now. So, so right now I am eating pasta. Mm. And oh, I have that's one of the things that I can cook on my own at home and I can decide how much of it I want to make. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, you can just you don't have to fix the whole box. Like you can just make like one serving for yourself and then you don't end up with like a whole bunch of leftovers or a whole bunch of extra food or whatever. So I I am eating a lot of pasta right now. So last night I had bow tie pasta, which apparently did y'all know is called like far, 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 frow or like, did y'all know? Far, far, (laughs) Yes, I did know that. Okay, yeah. can you so, can you repeat that, Leah? I was like, I was like, are they saying falafel or dead. Yeah. So I was trying because I was trying to order bow tie pasta from Instacart. Yes. None, and I guess because I wasn't looking at the boxes, I was looking at the titles on the boxes. I wasn't looking at like what was actually in them. I kept mm-hmm. passing all the bow tie pastas, and I and I and I moved through like three different grocery stores, and I was finally like, "How does nobody have bow tie pasta? What is wrong with like what is wrong with these stores? Like, is it sold out? Has there been like a bum rush on all the bow tie pasta? <laughs> the box says something else. It says like far yeah. far far far." <laughs> And <laughs> then when I realized that they call it something else, I was like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, all the stores had it. So I was like, okay, right. so I just, I'm dumb. And, um, but for whatever reason, I was craving bow tie pasta. Some days when you make pasta, you just crave a certain shape. Right. Right. Well, and you're shape, you're you, shape craving. <laughs> I've got a shape craving, and I just wanted to stick my fork in a bow tie. I don't know. Just why. wait till you get to Parkinella <laughs> pasta. 
How oh. heavy is that? What kind of shape is that? It's kind of like a thick uh, spaghetti noodle. Like a, it's like mm. a really thick. Is it like uh, a fettuccine? Th- thicker than that. But it's like a flat one. It's, it's okay. really, they're really big. Like, but. <laughs> I used to so, work restaurant, so my, I have all the pasta knowledge. My yeah. favorite shape of pasta is actually the radiator shape. Oh, really? That's yeah. random. Mm-hmm. It's not like the. Okay, so is the it rotini? Radiator? Yeah, radiator. Yeah, oh, I know so what you're talking about. Is it rotini? is it rotini that's curly? Rotini is curly. And then penne is straight, but like has grooves. It's got a hole in the middle. It's hollow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so like the like kids mac and cheese kind like that. No, thing? no, it's like radiator. It's, it's like a curly it's like curly. Box. It's yeah, it's like but it's like box. It's like a little like curly a box. Through? No, no that's that. I'm gonna Google it. No, I'm gonna Google it. I yeah, you you will have had it before when you see it. Like you'll know it. when you see it, you'll be like, oh yeah, radiator pasta. I didn't know it's called that. <laughs> Um, my favorite pasta so, is angel hair by far. I, oh, love, I love angel hair. Yes, I do too. But see, when I eat angel hair pasta, all I want on it is like butter and, and cheese. Like, oh, see, I want like a thick, like white sauce. Yeah, I like, um, I, I like, like it some, all. Mm. <laughs> I like a okay. carb. Just give me a carb. Yeah, yeah. can I please angry. have my pasta with a side of rice and bread <laughs> and potatoes <laughs> and, and corn? <laughs> Can I get a baked potato, a pasta dish, <laughs> some French fries, a and roll. some fries, a roll? Um, just we're gonna carbo load, and then I'm gonna go run a marathon. Except no. I can French fries too, man. And, I have to tame. I have to contain my carbs because I can. Because I, I just go ham. I just I, yeah. I have to I have to slow my roll because I just like literally the roll that we we're just talking about because I'll eat them all. Uh, slow your everything. roll. Quit eating right. roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's next, Caitlin? What are you loving right now? Oh gosh, um, there's so many things. Um, I'm loving that pants are optional. Yes. Ooh, me too. You know, like we take that for granted also. Like what in the world? That's the best part of 2020 is that it I don't is. think I've put on a pair of pants since 2019. I'm telling yes. you, I, I think that like if we really sat down and wrote a list of all the great things that happened out of 2020, it'd probably be pretty extensive. Like, it would you know be. what? Really cool I think, things. I think I'm going to try my jeans on today, though. Oh, good call. Yeah, I think it's time. It's been six months since I put on my jeans, um, and I've had a lot of pasta and rolls and French fries. So um, <laughs> if I'm just I'm just gonna put them on and see what happens, so that I'll kind Good of know. You. Like I'm just Good for just, you. I'm well, if you've in, grown out of them, it's just an excuse to get new jeans. Remember that. No, no, I love my jeans. I don't want new jeans. What I want is to just eat right for the next. Because seriously, all it would take me, I couldn't have put on so much weight that they would be that that small mm-hmm. you know so my plan is that I'm going to put them on and see how I feel in them and if they're a little bit too tight then I'm this month is going to be like my healthy month so woo, right yes walk just walk in the heat you'll sweat it out in like five seconds yeah all right so <laughs> what are you what are you dreaming right now what are your dreams well for those who don't know we are kind of like have been in a transitionary time because we moved and, um, so getting really more settled and really a dream of mine is having a little bit more of like a work routine because it's so important to me. And I love it. So much. I love, I love it so much that, 
I really don't like being loosey goosey with it. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Awesome. That's Love a good that. dream. That yeah. is a yeah. fantastic dream. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go deep. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> what are you feeling right now? Oh, I feel good. I feel excited. Oh. I feel, oh. yeah, I feel like it's, it's going up from here. You know, like 2020 has been a year that has shaken a lot, but you know what I feel like? I know that again, this eternal optimism in me, it's been a weird year. It's been a rough year, but I feel like there's so much good that's going to come from this year and people are going to be stronger. And I pray we're going to be more united. And I also feel like our kids are going to be the toughest generation of children ever to go forward in life. Like they're going to have seen so much and they're going to be like, awesome adults. So I feel like 2020 has brought a lot of good as much as it's brought some bad. Mm -hmm. I'm there with you. I'm ready to move forward. Like everybody's like, when are we going to go back to normal? And I'm like, let's just go forward and do better instead. Yeah. Right. Like, right. It's an opportunity. And and forget the past, just let go and just move on. Let it go. Like Elsa. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Just be excited. Like, you know, there's a lot of stress and people take things differently, but just be excited about how we can better. Like, yep. we're only going to be better. When women couldn't vote and they said you can vote now, people were probably mad about that, too. Like, yep. you know, like, yeah, going to be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what are you listening to? So no judgment, but I'm listening to Christmas music. <laughs> I am there with you. I oh, no. Christmas music, too. Oh, no. I love I'm it. I'm judging you I both. Too. I am judging I you both Christmas right now. I love Christmas music Ew. so much especially so the pentatonics or however you say their I love them. Yes. Oh. No. Yes. Okay. Did this come about because y'all did Christmas in July spreads? Is that what no. happened? You know, Actually, that's exactly day, what happened for me. One day my husband just put on "See as I Love Christmas Music." That's how much he loves me because he does not feel the same way. And, oh, Brian does um, not either. Oh, I yeah, do not feel the not. same. He is not, and I am one of those people, like, I will, it's almost where fall stuff's coming out, and, um, and then it will promptly be where Christmas stuff comes out for me, and I will be married the whole season long, even though it really is technically (laughs) the season. My Christmas season starts very early. Yes, my Christmas music usually, like, goes in my car after Halloween, like, the day after Halloween. I feel that way, and see, Carrie Underwood, who I love Carrie Underwood, she's releasing a Christmas album this year. (gasps) Oh, so yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's coming out in September. Just Ooh, in girl. My eyes. <laughs> oh, that is the new time to listen to Christmas music. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, <laughs> no, one. I don't say this very much, but I am super judgy right now. Like, I'm <laughs> like, no. Mm-mm. So Leanne is writing in her planner right now. Do not visit Caitlin from September until January. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I need. I, I do not. I. I am not. <laughs> It goes beyond uh, just the music. I wear the that's hats. Right. I put the, the sweaters. In the car. Oh, I can't. Yes. Just Christmas. It looks like Christmas grew up in every inch of my house. I have that's a how reindeer kit through my car. Yeah. Yes. I, do. I have like a I nose and like yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I just I am like very like like one time I went into Starbucks and they're like if you'll sing a Christmas carol right now we'll give you a Starbucks <laughs> and I was like watch out clear the room. And I mean, I just, I just, I was excited. It wasn't even like, like, like you I think have it a microphone in the back. Yeah, it was like intended to be like, oh no, I'm not doing that. They didn't realize that I was totally going to do it. <laughs> Hard the yeah, <laughs> every year 
I'm trying to get my friends to go out Christmas caroling with me, and they're like, no. Uh, no. <laughs> I, when, the, when the Rona's gone, I'll fly to you and we'll do it. I will, I will do yes! it. Yes! Oh, I will be so yes. excited. We will just Good, go y'all have a baby plan. Jesus. We <laughs> y'all have a plan that does not involve me at all. You'll be there. Maybe you'll be, you'll there. be there. You can be there. Don't dress as a Grinch. Yes, okay. I'm very Grinchy. I have to. I have to. Leanne admit. and Brian, my husband, will be over here like judging us silently. Yeah, my husband. He judges me with love. He actually really tolerates me really well. But we watch and we watch. I mean, it is like all Christmas all the time. Yes. I, Hallmark I say, Channel. I yes. could have like if my dream job, if I could like really pick my whole dream job, I would want to be an elf at the North Pole. Oh. Like that's oh. what I would want. At the North Pole. <laughs> No, 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 no! So, I would like to be Mrs. Claus. She's got oh, like a sweet be, job. She does so, have a sweet gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anyone can put an opening, if you see a job app come up, you know, let me know. Me <laughs> Mrs. Claus, slide into my DMs. I'm ready. <laughs> you need yes. to slide into Santa's DMs if you're looking for I'm that job. I would be sliding Ooh. into Santa's DMs. Stay off my man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah I don't oh, right all right. Yeah. There's one more. There's one more. Let's get off that nonsense. There's one more. <laughs> you don't want to talk about Christmas all day? No. Come on. No. Come on now. Come on, Leah. We've kept these people for too long to be having a Christmas conversation. <laughs> okay, but don't you love cookies? <laughs> okay, just kidding. Um, okay, okay what are cookies all year? They don't have to be dressed up like Santa. I'm going to send you Christmas cookies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here and we go. And then I'm going to uh, send them right. back. Well, this is Leanne's favorite one. So what are you drinking right now, Megan? Oh, it better be eggnog, baby. (laughs) Well, well, I would just like you to know that I'm drinking coffee always, always coffee out of a Christmas cup. Oh, oh my god. Out of my blue well, kind of more winter, but my blue maybe it's cold outside Christmas cup I got for Christmas and it's ninety-nine degrees outside. You know, I'm it's wishful thinking. It's wishful thinking, right? I'm ready. Oh I'm ready. God, this is the so I didn't need to open it up like that. I just like it's just how I live. Like I just live with Christmas on my mind all year long. Don't hate the Christmas life. Yeah. Oh. Just don't I, I do, I live for it. My Christmas life. Christmas. Three sixty-five. Yep, yep, totally was. Yes. Oh, eight pounds, six pounds, baby Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, some of our neighbors have put up Christmas lights back when, like, you were quarantined. They put up Christmas lights just to like encourage, like. And I, my heart, it, it was like so happy. I've never, I've never been so happy yeah. in my life. Like it was just the, it was the well, best. It was the best. You know what? Brian would allow that. No, <laughs> Get no. Out. I still have the Christmas lights up from last year. All I have to do is plug well, them then in. You're ready to go, babe. That's good. Just tell me you don't have the tree from last year because that's a fire hazard. No, you know, you know that I got rid of that thing in March. Okay. In March. In March. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Megan, this has been so much fun. You are hilarious. We love you. Yes, this is a blast. I'm excited to be here. We love you. I'm excited (laughs) to know what all the people, they're probably going to just... Who knows? Who knows what the people are going to think? So get ready and go wild because we are going to find you at the airport. Okay, (laughs) good. Mother you with our love. I would love that. I'm ready to hug some people. I really am. I'm a hugger. 
I'm so am I. Caitlin's not, are you? I'm usually not, but I'm like, okay, saw this thing that's like, introverts get their energy by being alone. And then the picture was of like a glowing man. Totally yeah. Right now. yeah. So I'm, I'm such a, and then like, I'm not, I'm pretty introverted too, but I just, I just love to love on people. And so <laughs> as an introvert, my husband told me I have to stop hugging as many people though, because some men get the wrong impression, but. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now but, see, when I meet Caitlin, she's getting a full on mouth kiss. Like she oh, knows. Like, just brush your teeth first. Okay. Well, of course. Why would I go to the airport and fly somewhere and not brush I my teeth? I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's, it's a requirement. Cause that's we it. know that I never arrive to any location, not intoxicated. <laughs> so, so you're going to have to pop a mint. You're going to have like beer breath. Yeah. Because yeah, you remember really when excited. I went when I went to the Chicago planner conference and met Katie V the planner B for the first time, she's like, you were wasted when you met me the first time. Well, that's going to be me too, because you know, I can't get on a plane sober. No, you have to have the drinks. That's what's fun yes. about flying. M- that's mimosas. the only way that's I can enter I, a plane without like running up and down screaming. Yeah. <sighs> well, okay, for Megan. me, I'm so excited about that. Cause what is it like June next year? Yes. We yeah. better be done with the Rona by then. We're I think, I think people like, I think it'll get to the point by then where people will, you'll have to pick two forms of death, either the Rona or just like people needing to be together. They have to do it or they'll die. And that's well, how, that's where we'll be. <laughs> well, I mean, they're saying the vaccine is going to be ready by the end of 2020. Yeah. So we'll oh, see. by June, we'll be fine. We'll be at go wild. We'll be llamaing it up out there. It'll hey, be, you we'll said kids drunk. were going to be in school this year. We said kids were going to be at school. I did say I that, but I was fine. wrong. I well, was you wrong. know, there's our schools that are so that's true you know it's not true. so strong <laughs> all right megan us, yeah so <laughs> tell them tell them again where they can find you all right youtube instagram and facebook it's pretty much just megan's plans you can find me all the same um m-e-g-a-n-s and i can't wait to see you there I'm excited about yes oh we'll be there. i know and at, and at go wilds if you're listening and you want to hug me you know I love them, so come on. <laughs> yeah. She's a hugger. I'm a hugger. So, yeah. And you guys can always find Caitlin at Creating in Chaos underscore official on Instagram and at Creating in Chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she also carols about on the <laughs> Spiced Chaos podcast Instagram and hangs out over there. I think that there's here going to have to be some some Christmas collaboration going on this year. <gasps> oh, hey. Oh, that's so cute. Yes. Oh, y'all do that. Y'all put that together. <laughs> that would be so cute. I Doing love it. that. Yep. What's happening? It's going to happen. All right. And you can find Leanne at Spice Plans all over the interwebs. You, YouTube. Patreon, Instagram, and you can also find her at Spice Horizons hanging out doing, um, you know, the Animal Crossing. And then you can also find her being her Grinchiest self over <laughs> on the Spice Chaos. <laughs> Don't bring Christmas to me. Uh-uh. No. I'm just going to get a box of, like, Christmas lights. Just, just don't be surprised, okay? Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm going to so send gonna, you 12 okay. days of Christmas gifts. So I'm getting <laughs> Christmas cookies. Uh-huh. And beard oil. Yeah. You're getting a lot. You have a lot to look forward to. And a box of Christmas lights. Okay. All right. I'll be looking for those things in the mail. Mm-hmm. And a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, yeah. gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, Megan, this has been delightful. We have loved having you on the show. We are going to let these people go because they've been hanging out with us for a very, very long time. Yes. But um, 
everyone have a wonderful week um now that it's probably thursday afternoon since you've gotten to the end of this podcast um i hope that you had a good week uh if you made it all the way through the whole episode we thank you um i wish that there was like some kind of prize at the end but it's really just the satisfaction of having made it through the whole show it's us it's me and leanne yes (laughs) yes it's us it's christmas cookies (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> so it might be any- Christmas by the time they make it through so, I know. Right. <laughs> um, so anyway you guys we will talk to you in the next one bye friends bye <laughs>